John Deck Circle. Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Thursday, Albuquerque. You know what that means? It means the NFL schedules come out tonight. That's what that means. They're kind of technically already out, though. I don't know if you've like been on the internet at all, but they're kind of they kind of already are out there. There's all these little leaks. It's like a it's like a ship. Well, like, most most of the leaks aren't even true. They, what? They're getting them wrong. Who's saying this? The internet? No, they they told me they were real. I got them from uh, sandyhookdeniers.com slash NFL release. You got them from Alex Jones? Yes. Alex, straight from the source. It had to be real. They're making the frogs gay. That's What? <laughs> what? 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 They're putting AIDS in the cream corn. What are you talking about? That's, that's the truth. That's what Alex Jones told me. Shut when I, up. When I was a teenager. Yeah. He's never talked to you. Well, I mean, he said it on air. I was listening once. Did I ever tell you this story? What are you talking about? So I'd come up to Albuquerque when I lived in Las Cruces to come visit friends. And one day I was pulling into town right when I got a radio signal. Is this signal. because yesterday Bob Walpole told you he was making a three-corn casserole? And he wanted, is this why you're bringing this up? By the way, where is my recipe to the three-corn casserole? He told me he was bringing it. It's right here in I'm front of you. very excited. And there's a freaking pie chart on it that's split into thirds. And we're like, yeah, Bob. We know it's a three-corn casserole. It's got it's the nutrition facts. Oh, sorry. I thought it was a visual representation of a pizza pie representing a three-corn Let's casserole. Let's get into that in a second. Before we get into your corn story, you are Van <laughs> Nunley, behind the glass, friend of the show, friend in real life, best social media in the game, Steph Griffin. Steph, how are you? Hello. How are you guys? Good. Hey, day baseball really today. Good. We're doing great. Who's back there with you, Jerry? Is that Jerry back there? Okay. What are the rules? It is? We're not saying? Hey, Jerry. Is it? Oh, hey. Oh, okay. Jerry's there, too. Hey, so, Jerry. How you guys doing? Yeah, Jerry, who Good yesterday man. blew his very first ever I-9 varsity by not giving us the correct I-9 varsity of, what was our topic yesterday? Musical it, it brother Brothers. Band. Yeah, Musical Brothers. Yes. Yeah, and today he informed us he should have said Little Richard, who is no, no, no. the ultimate brother. No, James Brown. Oh, sorry. Okay, Soul brother number one. All right, there you go. He botched his first varsity, and he get, yeah. didn't get a wink yeah. of sleep. Didn't get, yep, lost yeah. it all. Uh-huh. Can you give me a mulligan? No, no, we don't We don't forgive here. You will learn that throughout the course of this program. We spent all day at Ice Toast Ballpark. We'll talk about that. Mm. After you had what? You had, mm. got, you had to get a, a what? You had to go to Planned Parenthood because you had cream corn? Okay, so... I pull into Albuquerque. I'm like 21. I'm here visiting a friend. All right, so that is 19 years ago for I'm, the listener at home, yeah. just so there's no confusion. Friend of the show, that's 19 years ago exactly. Could have just, just said a long time. Could have just said a long time. That's one year after the iPod came out. This is whenever Van is telling this story that started. That is insanely accurate. Yes. Like, you, to, yeah. the, to the week almost. I got you. So pull into town at a radio signal. Mm-hmm. And you know me, I'm a big hip-hop head. So I'm, I'm cruising around looking for some good hip-hop. But instead, I hear the soothing sounds of Alex Jones, ah, and you know, he's telling us the Truth Network how the government is putting AIDS in the corn, and I'm like, this is the most magical thing I've ever heard. Shut up. This is I not am real. An, it's a real thing. The government's putting AIDS in the cream corn 
to give uh, the blacks in the South AIDS, and it's the government's fault that there's a new AIDS epidemic in the 2000s. Okay, hold up. And that was my first exposure to Alex Jones, and it's been a magical thrill ride ever since. So what you're talking about has so much legs under it that I cannot handle this it's right crazy, now. It's crazy, right? So I just Googled this. People really believe this. Alex Jones believed that Monsanto, in cooperation with the United States government yes. from the University of Ohio, he says that they were in an effort to for minority groups. And this is the stupidest thing I've ever yes. ever read. Yes, people, hundreds of thousands of people believe every word this and guy has to say. There was a belief that there was a smell from patients diagnosed with AIDS of cream corn. Are you? This is real. Yeah, yeah, it's a real conspiracy is, theory. It's not real, real. It's not real as in actually happened in no, real life. No, of course it's not. It's real as I, in a conspiracy theory that right. people believe. Jerry, your chance to make amends at 645 tonight is today's INN Varsity is the INN Varsity of Conspiracy Theories. Oh, man. Okay. We're only going to do one segment on this? Yeah. Well, we got a lot going on today. INN Varsity of Conspiracy Theories. Okay. These Illuminati lizard aliens at Monsanto are in cahoots with the government putting AIDS in the corn. You can check it all out at thecreamyjournal.com. It's subscription-based, <laughs> but we the money goes towards a good a cure for the cream corn. <laughs> That's just stupid. People have made so much money in radio. Yes. We get texts on the show, and they're like, hey, you suck. We're like, have you listened to Alex Jones? Yeah. The bar is set very low. Thank you very much. We're doing fantastic. Spent the day at the day game. We were over at the lab over at Isotopes Park, which uh, that was nice of us to go today because we're also going to go tomorrow. We'll be there live with the program for until the first pitch because they pushed the first pitch back. But also, the gates open early tomorrow. So 5.30 gates, get in, get there early. And you better have, if you were, came today to the day game, there was over 10,000 people there. It was crazy. A lot of school kids. So many kids. A lot of kids. Hey, you know it was neat, A lot though. of cat herders. I was pretty impressed by the teachers and all the volunteers. Two hot takes. Shot out. Number one, yep. a lot of young kids. Uh-huh. COVID, reasons. Mm-hmm. A lot of first ball games for a lot of kids today. Yeah. Yay. Welcome to the lab, children of Albuquerque. Also, you could tell some of these teachers maybe haven't been out of the classroom and or even in the classroom in like two years because they had about zero control of these cats. There was there was no, no at all corralling these kitty kitty cats that were running around this. The overwhelming majority of teachers and volunteers were doing fantastic. I don't know if what you're saying is true. Okay, here's a here's a correspondence I heard today from a teacher to an employee at Isos Park. As I was walking by, they said, "Hey, get ready to bleep this stuff." They said, "Well, if we didn't use the tickets, then what happens?" Are you not familiar with how tickets work to an event? Obviously not. If you buy a ticket and you don't use it, that's the end of the transaction. Sure, sure. Do you not, you cannot StubHub the $2.50 ticket that you bought from the isotopes because it's discounted for kids. And by the way, I know you charge the parents 10 bucks. I know it's all a scam. Yep. I understand this completely. It's a great hustle. Yeah. Hey, cool red stapler on your desk there. We all get it. Yeah didn't pay for that yourself did you miss jones the teachers are charging ten dollars for a ticket even though they only pay 250 a lot of feedback on the live stream it says let me figure that out see if that is a little bit of a fix there i apologize to everyone on the product here's the thing about the thing if you're going to put 20 schools worth of kids okay into a production like a i don't know baseball park also streaker today that was weird 
Yeah, speaking of first for all these young children getting to see their first game, I saw my first streaker at Isotopes. What? That's I know. So- no, well, no. Well, not for the kids, yeah. but yeah. Luckily, it was a clothed streaker. So no reason to even streak, really. Yeah, yeah. Streaking is the. I mean, he's a coward, basically. <laughs> he just. <laughs> he had body issues. All he did was go for a jog where he wasn't supposed to. It wasn't even like a real streaker. Maybe like that lemonade guy was on the opposite side, and he's like, "I need that lemonade." And oh, ran. he's a thirsty boy. I see. That's a that's a really good thought. On the program today at four thirty, John Lopez will be joining us because I was talking to John earlier today, and I was like, "We should do this on the radio." But all right, so Bitcoin. You guys familiar with this failed idea that for a long time worked really well until right now, and it absolutely does not work. And if you had any money in it, you no longer have money in it. And also, if you have Coin Purse or whatever it is. That app is getting deleted immediately, and you're going to lose all your funds because you never really owned your non-fungible tokens the way that you thought you did. Super hip cat out there. So I was talking to John Lopez this morning, and I was like, hey, John, real estate's a way better investment than Bitcoin. And John's like, yeah, Fred, you want to say some other dumb stuff to me? Yeah. I'm like, well, come on the program. Let's talk about that. Because the Bitcoin bottomed out, and that's going to give John Lopez an opportunity to tell you why um, – I don't know, just buy a slab of land in the East Mountains. Just hold on to it. Do something with it. Go bury your Bitcoin out there. <laughs> no, you can't, Is man. That's not how it works? No, that's not how it works. It's got the word coin in it. It's That's a tricky word to trick you. You just get a handful of them, right? No. Well, just you, a little bit. What you can get is a handful of home-free people to squat on your East Mountain land and protect it for you, and whenever the time comes that you have to sell it, then you're set. That's what you need to do. That's where the money's at. So I should just buy coins. No. Like actual coins is what you're saying. Like USDA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, that's meat. That's meat. Yeah, that's, that's not for you. Cheese, too. That's... I'm a big cheese guy. John Lopez will be joining us at 4.30. We're going to talk about that. That's going to be a lot of fun. Also, a lot of updates from the YMCA today, because that's what we do on Thursdays when we're doing this thing. The YMCA is going to come on because Camp has an anonymous donor, Van. Okay. I heard this story. You know a little bit about this? It just set my heart on fire. I love it so, so much. Th- there's been an anonymous donor to the Ooh. YMCA that will cover 75% of camp costs for kids. You hear that, okay? Albuquerque? So Gloria from the YMCA is going to join us, and we're going to talk about all the details on how to get your kid in for literally like a quarter of the price. So this is incredible. This is a neat thing. And if it's an outlet that you're like, oh, Fred, that thing just seems, I don't know, like 74% too expensive. Good news. Hey. If it's 74% too expensive, then the boys will throw in a dollar. Van from his personal account (laughs) will throw in a dollar, and I'll co-sign on that. Whatever you spend, I'll back 1%. Yes. In Bitcoin, though. No. So I'm sorry. Very confused on today's news. Also, I don't have any Bitcoin. (laughs) (laughs) I'm an Ethereum guy, all right, guys? I'm an Ethereum guy. You're a Doge guy. I was a Doge guy, and I sold the crap out of it, and then I uh, made a car payment on a car that I no longer have because of reasons stolen. 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 Well, borrowed. You know, we had Brian Clone on the show. That's they just borrowed it and just didn't bring it back. All right. They, first of all, when you borrow something, you let them un- – all right, so that's your move. Today we're at the baseball game, Griffin. All right, so get this, Griffin. We're at the baseball game today. And uh, our very good friend Maggie Metz is there. And Maggie, uh, she runs like all the, like the business office for New Mexico Highlands University. She's a treat. She's a gem. She's a world of just loveliness and a human being. And she had a super cool, like Albuquerque isotopes. What would you call it? Like, what word would you use? Well, you haven't unpacked it enough yet, a- so I don't know what. 
It was a hat on a hat. Y- yeah, but it's just a hat. No, 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 no. What's the uh, Parrot Bay? What's that guy's name? Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. So she had a Jimmy Buffett style Albuquerque isotopes hat. Yeah, it was like Hawaii camouflage. Yeah. And you were the type of guy who's like, hey, let me borrow that. And then you would not give that back. And that is what you're talking about. You would steal from a friend and then you would laugh about it every time they asked to get that thing back. I've done that once. Yeah. I did it one time and now I'm Mr. Hat Stealer forever. Well, and I'd like to get my uh, Nintendo 64 back anytime now, Van, whenever you're ready. Okay. Again, quit blaming me for that. I'm not the one who borrowed it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just borrowed it. It's not me whatsoever. It's going to be a good program today at 6 o'clock. The NFL schedule drops officially. We will talk about the NFL schedule for the remaining of the program up until 6.45. We're doing the I-9 Varsity today, the I-9 Varsity of Conspiracy Series. Man, we got about two minutes to go over the Isotopes game this afternoon. Tough loss for the boys, but good day at the ballpark. 505-246-0610. If I borrowed and I failed to return it, please let me know what the item was, and I'll get it back to you as soon as possible or not. Did you borrow base hits from the isotopes today, and that's why they didn't have any, and they took 13 Ks? Is that what happened? I think that might be it. Also, them Sugarland, the former Skeeters, now the Space, Space Cowboys, Cowboy! some call them the gangsters of pitching Shut because up. they've been shutting down the topes. Shut them down. Shut them down. But, hey, you know what? What's that? An amazingly gorgeous day. It was perfect. All smiles at the lab. Got to say hi to some of my favorite people. Shout out to Hallie, if you're listening right she's now. She's the best. Got a big hug from Hallie. Yeah, she's the best. Albuquerque Isotopes will host its second Little League night tomorrow night. There will be fireworks extravaganza. So if you're expecting regular fireworks, nope, strike that, reverse it. Extravaganza of fireworks. First pitch set for 7.05. Brandon Gold will make the start for the Isotopes. J.P. Prance expected to start for the Space Cowboys. And I would like to see uh, J.P. France um, just really take a beating. That's what I want. I want him to go out there and get embarrassed by the boys. I want there to be fireworks after the game, but I want there to be fireworks in the first inning, bottom of the first, in the second inning, bottom of the second, in the third inning, bottom of the third, and you see where I'm going with this. You're saying you want France to get Normandied. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I want I – want, the isotopes go up there, and I want them to go full Peyton Manning. Omaha! Omaha! That's Beach! What, that's what I want. <laughs> Perfect. 15 minutes till John Lopez. Two men on, live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I9, and we start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. All right, boys. The most... Completely useless edition in the history of the NBA happened today. Are you ready? Hit me. The NBA is adding MVP awards for the conference finals. So dumb. The the new Eastern Conference Finals MVP award will be named after Larry Bird. And the Western, after Magic Johnson. Well, that's good branding. What? Who's the finals MVP named after? That's something I've never known. Is it named after anyone? It's just the finals MVP, right? It's the uh, Bill Russell trophy. So, 
So cool. <laughs> Everybody gets a trophy. Conference MVP. And to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. They do that in baseball. You got the championship series MVP. That's di- that's insanely different. There's a rich history of awards in baseball that actually matter. Okay. Now this is just somebody threw a hissy fit that they played good we don't have and didn't get an awards. award last year. We need more awards. Are they going to go back in time and award Kevin all Dur- the awards to every conference champion? Are they going to go back in time and give Kevin Durant the first round MVP award called the Tracy McGrady Award? So they're going to do Nice. Very nice. I would like to be more upset about this than I actually am. When I heard it, I was like, this is dumb. But now I'm kind of warming up to it. And I'm like, well, they kind of do that in other sports already. Why hasn't the NBA always done it? Until next year, when they have the semifinals awards. Yes. I see you rolled your way into the semis. Dios mio, man. You said this yesterday with the Richard Award, the Rocket Richard. How, Magic Johnson never won this award. Must not be that good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rocket Richard never won it. <laughs> Steph Curry, never, he never won the Western Conference Finals MVP, so, I mean, that's, that's going to really mess up his legacy, right? Like, what? It's a team game. What did they do it? Like, pieces of the aggro crag from... Nickelodeon's guts, and if you win the Eastern and you win the championship, they go together like a puzzle piece to form one award, the award. That's that's for me where this is at. You, all right, also, all right, hear me out. I'm trying. <laughs> Let's use a guy like LeBron James, right? Okay. He he needs awards. He Well, he's won one or two. He can't sleep unless he does. So when he played for Cleveland in Miami, he was in the East, and he won awards. Played for the Lakers, he won championship. So if he could have had a chance to win all three, then win all three combined, then you would have the, like, what's the Zelda thing called? The TriStar of... Triumvirate? Yes, of awards. Sure. And I'm into that. That's a little cooler. Like, just a sprinkle cooler. And then they could all fit together, like, into this cool belt or something. You could uh, yeah, ooh, I like oh, that. Oh, you should have seen Fred's face light up when you said belt. Like, like Russian nesting doll belts. Yeah. I'm well, no, they can't that. be nesting dolls because you can't see all the separate trophies because they'd all be inside the bigger one. No one would ever know. Hey, no offense to Larry. Also, how do you not name the Eastern one after LeBron? Because everyone hates LeBron James. Duh. All right, I got it. You give him the play-in round award. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Such a stupid... Whoever, whoever gets second place, because he'll always be second place to basketball fan next to Michael Jordan. So whoever got second place in the MVP awards gets the LeBron James award. I would just love it after, like, a championship game, like, this lady comes out and gives everyone a participation ribbon. That's what it feels like, isn't it? That's where we're at now. And also what's going to happen is the NBA is going to be like, here's this prestigious, by the way, first year, not prestigious, and they won't say inaugural. They won't do anything like that. And then whatever player wins it is going to be like, don't care. I'm going on to the next round. Do not, And it's not going to get the rub they wanted it to get. Yeah. I mean, I'm all about team. You know, this is a team sport. I'm a team player. 
you know, we're gonna come together as a team and we're gonna get in the locker room and team it up and team team. Then we're gonna team it. We're gonna team team. Oh, a team award? Yeah, we're gonna team team team. Do you know what the team award is for the Eastern Conference and Western Conference uh round is? Do you know what that is? The championship trophy? It's, it's advancing to the championship it's game. Championship. Yeah, yeah. You get to go to the championship yeah, game. Yeah, you try to win the championship trophy. That's the one. <sighs> But to be fair, mm, to be fair, like the All Star Game Award is now the Kobe Bryant Award. Like, I think Kareem Abdul Jabbar has a Social Justice Award now. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of awards that celebrate former players. I am into that, I think, but you're going to end up at a place where everyone's going to have an award at the end of the year. Yeah. So, like, if you tamper the most with some other team's front office, you get the LeBron James Offseason Award. That's I think that's super, a good one. That's, that's a good one. Tampering yeah. award. Yeah. You get the collusion, the LeBron James offseason collusion award. Like the the player who makes the most off field like turbulence would get like the Delonte West award. Nice. Yeah, and you're like if you sleep with another player's mother, you get the Delonte yeah, West award. That's a very good one. That's the right person, isn't it? Yeah. Is the, my brain working right? The Derek Fisher. But what it is, it's uh, it's actually very similar to the Delonte West. It's the same award. <laughs> it just happens so much. We have two of them. I'm a millennial. When I grew up, in Little League, participation trophy, blue ribbon, we all got them. Sure. Not going to say we didn't, because we did. I also got ships, because you already know, son. <laughs> do, do I? I don't think I do. I don't have your... Your baseball reference page pulled up for your Little League prowess right now, yeah. Fred. You know, I played Little League at a really high level. What? Back to back to back. Southern St. Louis Little League Championship. It was called Quarry League. We played. Quarry? Yeah, Quarry. We played in an old Quarry. mind shaft thing. It was like this cutout of the side of a mountain where they used to like quarry rock. And whenever the canary dies, the game's over. Is that how you do it? It's some truth to what you're saying. Yeah. I want every player to be successful. I don't need every player to win an award. <sighs> Give me some cool ones. Hey, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Walt Payton in the NFL. I mean, there's already awards for that stuff. I'm in on that stuff. But at the NBA, if the NBA starts doing stuff like Father of the Year and it's the they already have Sean Kemp Award or whatever, I'm going to be like, this doesn't. This is not tracking. I'm not in on this. Wait, who treated your? Service person, the best. Yeah, at Applebee's, best and you get the Scotty yeah. Pippen Award. <laughs> These are very good. Best practice player, the Allen Iverson Award. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a whole bunch of them. Best interview of the year would be the Allen Iverson Award, also. Yeah, same, he gets he gets day. a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. Best. I took a team from irrelevancy and made them the coolest thing in the '90s, the Muggsy Bogues Award. And you're like, mm -hmm. that one's hyper-specific, mm -hmm. but yeah. yeah, I think a lot of players got a guy. do deserve. Who would be that right now? Um, Like to take the from nothing to something spotlight thing? Oh, it's uh, Grizzlies, the kid in the Grizzlies. John Morant. John Morant. Yeah, John Morant. That's the real answer. Yeah. But, like, there's also another one, too, that we're not thinking about. There's also, like, the... The Kyrie Irving would win an award, and you're like, well, it would, but it would be like for something off the court. So it would be like the 
the Larry Johnson, like um, Yo Mama, or what was it? Uh, gra- gra- grandmama. Grandmama. Yeah, and be like, okay, you get the Grandmama Award, like based off Larry Johnson. Yeah, yeah, that makes total sense because he dressed up like Uncle Drew. Uh huh. So yeah, yeah, the best uh, anthropomorphic award, maybe. What Ooh, is it? good yeah. one. Thank you. Little Penny. I know that's not anthropomorphic, but best representation of an NBA player in a cartoon character award? Little, the Lil Penny Award? Yeah, that's a good one. Okay. Not Michael Jordan because he played himself in Space Jam. Speaking of playing himself, LeBron James played himself in Space Jam too. What is that? I watched ten minutes of that. Oh, I did not. And it is unwatchable. We are I was I'm rooting for LeBron James. I think he's one of the good guys. I'm a LeBron James apologist. Same. But oh my God, Space Jam 2 is bad. Not great. No. He was very good in that movie with Bill Hader, but I think Bill Hader is a good actor because I'm a big Saturday Night Live guy. I'm a big Bill Hader guy. Same. You caught up on Barry? You watching Barry? Oh, God. To catch up on it, I'd have to watch episode one. Oh. And I don't even know the intro music to Barry. I've never even heard of that. It's very short. That sounds freestyle. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's close. It's very close. John Lopez. Hey, let's come back with the Barry theme, guys. Well, we're actually going to come back with John Lopez. <laughs> John will be like, what is this? What is? Th- what, what are you boys why? doing? Why are you doing this? Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Hey, cool, cool John Lopez real estate music. Never heard this. What is Is this the Barry song? This is the Barry theme. Yeah, where it comes in. All right. Yeah. Um, it's pretty strong. It's pretty strong. Mike Vitale on assignment this week and... Jerry stepping in for us, and he is uh, apparently listening to the show. So that's very different than what we were accustomed to with Mike Vitale. So appreciative of that effort. Thank you so very much. Kick a man when he's down, huh? Talk to Mike today. So did I. So I talked to Mike today because I was like, uh, hey, Mike, how you doing? And he's like, I got to do a training. <laughs> like, okay, Mike, I'll just talk later in the week. Talking to us right now is John Lopez, friend of the show. John, welcome to the program. How are you? I don't have the button, Steph. You got it? All right, you're on, John. Can Welcome. You gotcha. Can you Got me? Got me? Gotcha. Got me? John, I need got your... Got me. Thank you, guys. Welcome to the program, John. <laughs> I need to jump straight into it before we talk real estate, because you and I were talking a little bit earlier about investments, and I know your man is pretty wise with his money. Bitcoin is just bottoming out, and everyone I know is freaking out. Will you please help Van believe that real estate is the investment? Will you convince him right now on the program? <laughs> Well, let's go back. Let's analyze Bitcoin for the last 35 years. Oh, wait, we can't. No, we cannot. Just to say. Nice. Very nice. (laughs) Because you know what we can do? We can analyze the growth and stability of real estate for the last 35 years. And never have I ever heard of somebody not needing a place to live. Because I bet you everybody that's on this radio show has a roof over the head. Well, hopefully we hope so. Right. And that means that's real estate. And that means that's investment security. That means future. That means everything we want in an investment, guys. So did that clarify some things for you? I need it even simpler for van, though. I need you (laughs) to put it in van terminology, venology. I still don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we've already seen the kind of picks you do with uh, NFL football, so I don't know if we're going to ever get van to understand. Oh, fire. (laughs) Shots fired. You're talking to the guy who overwhelmingly won his Pick'em League last year. So any any other year but last year, that's the perfect zinger right there. Oh, that's too funny. John, you're not in studio. Well, I love it. You're not in studio today because you're out in the community, and I know you're you're busy and you're bustling and you're doing all those things. How's the real estate world right now? What's what's going on in the in the land of enchantment? 
It is exciting, guys. It is so exciting. You know, a lot of people get a little stressed every time there's change, and I embrace it, and I love it, and I move forward to it, and I take advantage of it. You know, with these new interest rates that are going up, what it's done is it's slowed down the multiple offer opportunity. The interest rates are going to come back down. They're just going to level off right now for a bit. You know, we've got inflation. We've got a lot of other global things that we're kind of working through. So it's okay to have the interest rates go up a little bit. So now's the time where if you want to buy a house, you're not going to be one of seven offers. Now you may be one of one offer, maybe Ooh. one of two offers. Ooh, okay. So it slows it down. You're going to pay a little bit more because of the interest rate. But guess what's going to happen in 24 months? John Lopez is going to call you up and say, hey, it's time to refinance. Let's get you a Sarah Gwemeyer at one trust and let's get that refi done so that way we can save you that two percent when it comes back down so we just created a win-win perception with this uh change of a uh, real estate atmosphere guys so are you telling me i don't necessarily have to go 30 or fifty thousand dollars over asking price anymore i can go like a realistic like ten thousand over but because the interest rate is a little bit higher i actually end up saving some cash Absolutely. And as this giving out, we're not even going to have to go over ask because people, as we start seeing it stay on the market for 10 days, 15 days, 20 days, you know, you're going to start seeing in the fees. And I've already started seeing it something that we used to call price improvement, you know, something that we used to call price reduction. We hadn't seen that in the last two years because our average selling price was 102 percent to 106 percent. Now people are going to sit back and see the slowdown, the evening out. Their pricing is going to be a little bit more appropriate. Maybe even we get to the point where if the list price is 480, we can offer 470. You know, that's what happens when we get a change in the market like this. So you can be doom and gloom and sad that the interest is going up, or you can take advantage and look at the optimistic way of, of doing real estate right now and, and really do good for yourself. John, I know we – touched on this a while back and i broke your heart just a tiny bit that i have a dear (laughs) i have a dear friend from high school selling my house but if she wasn't Mm -hmm. on the gig already obviously it'd be john lopez john lopez real estate coel banker legacy so to the guy like me who's about to sell his home who's thinking of selling his home what's your advice on the market you like hey wait a couple months till the interest goes up or strike while the iron's hot well, I'm glad I'm one of the top two brokers that's in the back of your mind. <laughs> I get it. I love it. I got 50% of your market share. And if I didn't have, you know, 30 years of experience with you like your other real estate friend, um, I don't take offense to that one bit. But what I will tell you is one of your best friends, most optimistic a real estate professional, take your house off the market. Now's the time to buy, not to sell. Let's get up to an average of about 15 to 1,800 homes on the market. This morning, I had 412 and I should have 4,500 for the size of our population. So until we get 15 to 1,800 halfway to a medium market, nobody should be selling anything unless you absolutely have to for economic reasons. We still have growth. We still have appreciation. It's a great rental market. You can actually make great income by putting it on the market and the rental market and buy another property and utilize that rental income plus your income to purchase a new property. You know, I mean, that would be the advice I'd give to everybody that uh, I uh, help consult through this uh, transition. John, got a question for you from uh, the texter. Oh, friend of the show, Craig, is wondering, I'm looking to refi my VA loan. I have plenty equity. Does John help the veterans? 
Oh, my goodness. Do I help the veteran? You know, I mean, my dad passed last year, but he was a lifelong veteran. Half my team is retired colonels, active military. I really, really go out of my way to get that done. So, yes, the veterans are near and dear to my heart. And, uh, yes, we can help you out with that refi. Please give me a text. I will send you Sarah Gomeyer. She's on my team. She does the real estate uh, um, lending, and she will take care of that refi and help you do whatever you need to do with your property. A little sports talk before we cut you loose, John. Your Steelers allegedly are going to be at the Cincinnati Bengals in week one of the season. It is a buzzsaw early for your boys. How are they going to fare? <laughs> okay, let, let's let's talk about the big topic. Did you see our franchise quarterback? Did you Bad see blood. our young stud who's going to take us to number seven, eight, and nine Super Bowl over the next <laughs> nice. five years? Did you see that? <laughs> I am. Uh... I know you did. I did, they know something that I think the rest of the NFL didn't know, and that not that the advantage of having the university train at your facility and being able to see a quarterback every day for the previous four years? Pretty good job there up there in Pittsburgh. If All, anybody's got some tape, these guys do, right? They're like, oh, we're not worried oh, about man. his tiny hands. Yeah, it's, I'm not. I love it. <laughs> I'm not trying to play Cincinnati to open the season. That's a fact, though, boys. And then after that, they go. It's apparently alleged leaked. They're playing New England in week two, and it's going to be weird to see a Steelers New England game without Tom Brady or Ben Roethlisberger. Weird. Like that's going to yeah, be a weird it, it, energy. And I'm excited for that because I give my boys, you know, Aiden and Demetrius, they're hope football players there, and I say, look, we get two games, we get a go to one. Steelers on the road. One Steelers at home. You guys better picking them. I'm kind of hoping they do that New England game because I would love to see that game in real life, to be honest with you. That'd be a fun one. Love everything about that. John Lopez, you're the absolute best. Uh, you guys are the best here. Now I got to go wait in the MVD with my beautiful daughter who's getting her uh, duplicate uh, license what? because for some reason she lost hers. Oh, but, okay. you know, Jacqueline <laughs> is Jacqueline, and I love her either way. And also, as soon as you get the replacement one, that's when you find it in the laundry. Oh, 100%. You're going to find the other yeah, one. Yeah, 100%. You watch. Yeah, and before... I don't think she's done laundry in the last six months, so it's probably that's where it is. <laughs> she, just, she, hands her, she hands out her doopy to like her friends, and everyone has a license. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you're like, no, don't do that. Don't do that. John, thank you so much. Love you guys. Call me. We'll see you in the next segment. John Lopez Real Estate, making magic. There you go. My dude. Let's make sure we get John Craig's, Craig's contact that way. Yeah, we'll send it right now. They can get all figured out and work together. He's such a nice dude. Everything about him. It's unbelievable. I don't know how the phone line's working. And he's, like, not, like, just good at being nice like you are. Like, you're well-practiced and people completely yeah. believe that you're nice. Yeah, idiot. John's actually nice. He's insanely nice. He's, like, a real nice person in real life. All right, we got to grab a break. We're going to get back. We'll uh, one little more take on the NBA before the end of the hour. Then there's a bunch of football stuff going on. And our friend Gloria is going to join us from the YMCA at 5 o'clock. And we're going to talk a lot about this summer camp program. Call back to the the fake NBA awards segment. Mm-hmm. We have an absolute gem from the text line. Oh, I line. thought it's too smart. Shout out to Don, the Latrell Sprewell Best Hands Award. Yes. That's strong work from the text line. But you don't give it to the guy that wins it. You give it to the guy who got second because he choked. <laughs> Two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I nine, and we started days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. It's ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The Sports Animal. Back to the program. All right, Griffin. What button do I press to get the phone to work? I've never got this to work right. 
All right, I think I got it. Is Hawk with us? Hawk, welcome to the show, friend of the show. Fellas, what's happening? Well, we're about to talk about how much Marcus Smart sucks. What's happening with you? Well, I'm going to go off the page a little bit here. We got some state championship baseball going on. Oh, heck yeah, yeah baby. In, Albu- in Albuquerque and uh, my East Mountain High Timberwolves, who lost to Robertson and last year in the semifinals, matched up with them in the quarters, four versus five. Ten run rule, baby. Let's move on to the final. Yeah, baby. One time, T Wolves. Go get them tomorrow, baby. Love everything. Who's on the mound today? How'd the team look? They looked real good, right? Logan Ocker was on the mound. We had Cole. We had Cooper. They all tore it up. That's what's up. It's running through Sunday. Championships conclude this Sunday. I was supposed to call a game, but I'm out of town. I was Uh, I was heartbroken. uh, uh. I was heartbroken, Hawk. Yeah, you. See how you are? Yeah, I'm the worst. All right, who's next for the boys? Who's lined up next? They play the winner of uh, Indian School St. Mike's. Uh, Indian School beating them 6-1 to one right now. Hey, and they can go. That's my understanding. So that's going to be a good little next-round matchup for you guys. Well, there you go. Got the monkey off your back. Way to go, Hawk. All right, fellas. Peace out. Love that. Appreciate you. Love everything about that. Love that energy. Give me all that you got. All day. I think golf's over, right? State golf's is over already. Is that right? I don't know. I've been too busy golfing. There's okay. It's wrapped up, I believe, yesterday. Some kid shot a sixty. Did you see that? I need to look up this kid's name. Shot a sixty at Twin Warriors. Shot a sixty at Twin Warriors. I'm not even joking. Or Twin Pines? What is it here? Twin Warriors. Twin Warriors. Yeah, yeah that's my favorite course here. I'm gonna look that up for you. There was uh, yeah, there was who was telling Steve Davis was telling me that today. Shot a sixty. Shot a sixty. Shot a sixty. That's twenty nine strokes better than my best. Some kid. At Twin Warriors. Some kid. I broke 90 once, kind of proud of it. I'm like, I'm like, is this, I'm like, are you being for real, Steve? He's like, yeah. He's like, athletes, because, hey, kids today at sports are so much better at sports than we were when we were kids. Oh, definitely that. I'm not finding it right here. I'm going to find it real quick, though. My Carlsbad Cavemen take on the Hobbs Eagles tomorrow at 1 o'clock at Santa Ana Star Field. I think I'm going to go say hi to the. Carl's Banians, Carl's badasses out there. All right, I'm pulling it up right here. I know it's a couple days old, but I'm going to bring it to you. So the problem when we have short programs, Griff, is we can't always fit everything in. I know. The time's so short. All right, I got it right here. You ready? First round of the boys, 5A golf championship in Seville is Aiden Kraft had a, fire, he had a final round 12 under 60 to take the boys' individual title. Okay, hold on. It wasn't a scramble? No. <laughs> and this, and this, uh, I'm going to make sure I get this right. Eleanor Warden won the 5A Girls State Championship as well. So there you go. So there's your 5A result. Congratulations. Just crazy. A 60? How long have you been playing golf, man? Uh, off and on since I was a teenager. All right. How long have you been playing golf well enough to shoot a 60? Well, never. Never. And uh, it will continue to be never. Ever. 60, that's like just go straight to the PGA, bruh. Here's what you need to do. You need to walk up to that young man. You need to say, I'm Van. I shoot an 80. 88. Yeah, closer to 90, actually. Probably closer Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's only the front nine, really. You're on pace for a 90. Look, By the time the turn hits. If I shot an 80 at Twin Warriors, you would have already known because I wouldn't shut up about it. He shot a 60. 
I don't. I'm not the biggest fan of interviewing a high schooler. Like it's it's kind of tough radio. You, when done well, it's really great. We need to figure out this this Aiden Craft kid. Very good. A sixty cannot be touched. I mean, what do you do if you're the rest of the field? I mean, you fight for that silver medal, baby. Hey, even if that wasn't the final round, the NMA would just be like golf's over. Yeah. <laughs> this is this one's over. You guys want to go to the beach or something? Yeah. Uh, uh, what are you doing for the rest of the tournament? I know Hobbs, you guys are, nah, don't even worry about it. 60. Get out of here. Good first hour of the program. We've got two more hours of this program. Next hour, starting at 5 o'clock, our friend Gloria will join us in the YMCA Central of Mexico. We're going to talk about some camp programs because there's a big incentive out there. Yes. An anonymous donor. Like normally, yes. The only time you'll ever be an anonymous donor, post mortem. Me? Yeah. Well, I, won't, I don't have enough to donate. Ah, I, that's why I donate my time and effort. As a poor person. Oh, and now all because of, and now because of your poor test results, that's all you'll be able to give post mortem. Which which test? Uh, you had the cream corn, right? Yeah. I took a test a few years ago. In a B. I got two A's, a B, and a C. That's not. It was at the clinic. Not very good. Flying colors, I passed that one. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Okay. Okay. You have one new producer, and all of a sudden. Joining us on the program, friend of the show, friend in real life, Gloria from the YMCA. Gloria, how are you? Hello, Brad and Ben. Thank you guys for having me back on today. Okay. Hey, girl. I need you to tell me if this rumor I heard is true. Okay, what's the rumor, Brad and Ben? Is there some sort of anonymous donor that's helping kids go to camp? Yes, yes. We do have an anonymous donor who is gave us enough donation to cover 75% of 100 kids' um, enrollment fees and their weekly fees. Say, oh, what? I love that what? so much. Say that again. Say that one more time, more slowly, so that I have it clearly. 100 kids are going to go to camp at only a 25% cost. Are you kidding me? Yeah, so it is technically $32 a week with this scholarship, and it is amazing. So it is paying 75% of their weekly fees as well as their registration fees. Was it Bruce Wayne? Is it Bruce Wayne? Was it Good Bruce, question. Is it Bruce yeah. Wayne? Uh, it's some type of hero, but I'm sure it's not <laughs> <laughs> So for $32 a week, that is all summer camp cost. But, but Gloria, what does summer camp entail? So summer camp entails field trips, swimming days, um, age-appropriate curriculums, themes. I mean, there's so much going on. It's an experience that kids will never forget. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. Sorry, so 100 kids, 75 percent. That's like that's like that's like eight grand. That's like a ton of money that this donor has given to the Y to help to help children in the community be a part of summer camp. And summer camp is every single day, but it's at, it can be at a lot of different locations, right, Gloria? There's one in your neighborhood. Yes, there is a, a location everywhere around town. We have four different locations. We have a location on Wyoming and Constitution. We have our Horn location on San Mateo and Indian School. We also have our Montezuma, Montezuma location, which is on Carlisle and Indian School. And then we have a Westside location, which is on Unser and Paradise. That's pretty good. 
I bet this anonymous donor probably cashed out Bitcoin like a week ago. Smart. Yeah. That's what I like just Very smart. He got out right at the peak and gave it all to the Y. This scholarship is only for St. Paul's and Montezuma. Okay. So these are only at the St. Paul and Montezuma location. Those are the two best ones anyways. I would say, I mean, right now. For my money. That's how I see. My They're 30. all the best. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so what does this mean to the actual kid who shows up? Is it just a discount, or does it enable them to do things that they wouldn't have been able to do before? Yes, so this is helping a lot of our low-income families here in Albuquerque. Um, I do know that with the scholarship, we are getting kids from outside of Albuquerque in the surrounding areas, which is really nice. Um, We actually had a family coming down from Hemis to participate in our summer programs. Well, if I lived in Hemis, I wouldn't leave, but I understand. I get it. Well, it's on fire. It's because our camps are so awesome that everybody wants to experience it, you know? That is right. That is so right. When does summer camp start? Because school gets out like yesterday, right? I saw a bunch of kids at the Isotopes Park today. Uh, So uh, school doesn't uh, end until May 31st. That's our APS. Um, They don't end until May 31st. So our day camps do not start until June 1st. But we did open a day camp for May 31st for the schools that are out uh, May 27th. So if you guys are looking for care for May 31st, uh, the Y is open. All right. The last one for me, and I want to make sure I got this right. It's better to be part of the day camp if I'm a member or I don't need to be a member of the Y. Uh, Becoming a member is a really great privilege to have. I mean, you get the discount. It's one thirty if you're a member. It's double that if you're a non-member. You know, becoming a member, you don't just get summer day camp. You get parents' night out. You get all of our amenities at our um, gyms, all of that. So it's great to become a member because it doesn't just help with the day camps. It helps with the other programs as well that a lot of families would love to participate in. All right, important question. Are you too busy with the kids right now, or has Estine put you to work in the community garden? Good question. Because we're going to help you fix the community garden. The boys of Two Men On and a couple great community sponsors are going to help refurbish this garden. You working on it yet? Uh, so I, I have uh, did a little bit of volunteer work with the garden. Um, the kids are um, having a little spot where they can do their little garden as well. So it, it's really fun. It's really interesting. Um, the garden is not just for adults. It's for kids, too. Um, now, yeah, but I, I think the garden is, is one of our amenities of becoming a member. You get to enjoy all these nice fruits and vegetables that they grow at the location. Now, I know Van has been working on donations from local hardware stores, and he, he's found a handful of money and doing some cool stuff. But here's what I'm going to provide, Gloria. I'm going to provide use some jokes to tell the kids okay so so here's one for the kids you can use ready um what kind of tree can fit in one hand i know i know the kids the kids will love that but we've already used that joke (laughs) nice all right i got this one why do bees have sticky hair that one I did not hear. Uh, why? Because they use honeycombs. No. Oh, <laughs> with that one. So you got, I feel like that's me helping the kids. So you got them now, Gloria. Knock them down. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely using that one. <laughs> you're joking, but you're that, not. That. I am not. I'm joking.
joking, but I'm not. Because I think the schedule will take a kick out of that one. That's the one. It's a little passive aggression to your, towards you, Fred. Gloria, anything we missed on the why? And for one more time, tell us about the uh, tell us about the new scholarship opportunity. Uh, so we got an anonymous donation from one of our lovely members who is uh, going to be paying 75% of uh, weekly day camp costs and membership fees. That is $32 a week. If you um, if you get accepted into this scholarship program, you do have to apply at one of our locations or online under the summer day camp tab. And uh, you do have to submit an application for that. But it's definitely first come, first serve. So if you would like to take advantage of this opportunity, get in today. (laughs) She's the best. Yeah. Gloria, thank you so very much. You're very welcome, Ron and Fred. I I love to be on your radio show, and anytime I'm here. (laughs) Hey, hey, Gloria. Yes. Do you you know why the lifeguard couldn't save the hippie? (laughs) No. (laughs) He was too far out. There you go, girl. That joke's actually kind of dark. <laughs> That's why. Just, I mean, there's a lot of... He just drowned. Yeah, well, don't, I mean, tell, don't tell drowning I jokes to it, children. I take it you guys are taking advantage of the recreational and it being legalized. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Sa- oh, I forgot to ask. Save me a space in the garden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Glor- Gloria, no questions. <laughs> Gloria, just no questions. Kidding, just kidding. Gloria- Everyone's welcome. Gloria Cineros, thank you so very much, friend. She's excellent. She's excellent. I feel like uh, Jerry Jerry cut off a little hot there, huh? Jerry was yeah. forget the goodbye. Lick. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> maybe next time. Maybe next time, Gloria. I'm sorry about that. What did how, why did Gloria hurt you, Stephanie? Freak, what happened? I freaking love the why. And that's what so hey, uh inside baseball right now for the listeners. Inside baseball for the friends of the show. Five o'clock hour, that's when you get off work. That's why we bring the why on. Cause this is the hey, you're in your car, you're doing stuff and like like I get it. We're we're on the board at the Y. Like we're members at the Y. Like they sponsor the program. I totally get it. But it's literally the place for kids. Like there's not another way to describe this. Like if you if you're like there's nothing for kids to do, and I hate video games, and and you're that parent that only complains, we'll come up with like eight bucks a day. Send your kid to the Y. They feed your. It's the whole thing. You get the yeah. whole experience. Yes. Make them make friends. Bruce Wayne is paying seventy five percent allegedly. Of, Bruce Wayne of your child care. It's 100% Bruce Wayne. I'm convinced. You know, I was in Las Vegas however many weeks ago, whatever, and the, and the whole city catches on fire. And then, so I'm talking to Albert Ramirez, director of the Y, and he's like, do you need Camp Shaver to, like, help put people at? Do you do we need to convert our camp into a place to help people? And that's how the Y works. Sure. Work with the Y. Also, this community garden, which I don't know if you're up on, Griffin, you should come and help us with this. So Van has been soliciting donations from local businesses and like what like what is your approach on this? Is it all weed based? My approach for helping the getting donations? Yeah. Oh, it's just guilt trips. I mean, that's all it is. Hard to argue with that actually. Yeah, yeah. Just make you feel guilty, then you help. Yes. Out of guilt. Uh so you're telling me you don't want to help the kids at the Y? Because if Oh, so why do you hate kids? Yeah. So what you're saying, Lowe's, yeah. is that you don't like children, but I know my friend Home Depot does. Look here, the fine people at Arby's. You're not going to donate 20 beef and cheddars? Okay. You and know who will? Wendy. Yes. All in, <laughs> and I recognize that they're second-rate beef and cheddars compared to your, like, glorious, like, decadent, 
like premier beefy cheddary boys. What's the opposite of your mouth watering? That's, uh, what, that's what my mouth is doing. Sahara hing. I'm getting like dry mouth, cotton mouth. That's another weed thing. <laughs> a lot of weed talk during the YMCA segment. Yeah. What do we? Those do? usually don't line. No. It opened with Nelly, which was weird. And, and then, then went, to the YMCA. went to the YMCA quite abruptly. Yeah, which would literally no no. I don't mind at all. As far as that remix goes, mm-hmm. no. Andale, andale, mama, YMCA. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think it works. Pretty good. Two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9, and we start our days at the aforementioned YMCA Central New Mexico. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. All right, we, this is going to make a lot of sense to the friend of the show. We work at a radio station. So we're at the Cumulus Building downtown. What are we at? Fifth and Roma? Fourth and Roma? What are we at? 504th Street. It's it's both. It's both. It stretches the whole block. All right, so we're fourth and Roma. Yeah, both. fourth and fifth and Roma. And we're right across the street from the jail. Yeah, yeah, Okay. Same thing for the Denver Broncos. So their headquarters is right across the street from Arapahoe County Jail, okay? And that's where Jerry Judy is right now. So normally he's at the exact same address playing Denver Broncos football and Denver Broncos football adjacent things. Arapahoe is the county, by the way. Oh, yeah. Not your favorite lyric. It's from not the new, the new artist on death row. Mm. No, no. Very good reference. Thank you. So, Jerry Judy, who's, I believe, a wide receiver. Is that correct, man? Correct. And do you know why I know that? Because that position matters. Mm -hmm. This is an actual story with an actual impact on a team. He's very talented. He was going to have a really good season with a good quarterback, finally. Allegedly, the Denver Broncos will open on the road against the Seattle Seahawks. And that is how TV should be made. So juicy. Everything about it. So juicy. So Jerry Juicy Judy. It's a girl's name. Jerry Judy Juicy? <laughs> Juicy Judy? Juicy Jerry Judy is a very good pro wrestling name. That is. That's strong work. Introducing. Let me start over. Hailing from Arapahoe County, Juicy Jerry Judy. And the crowd, obviously, because they're in Seattle. The crowd is like, boo. Sounds like a stripper name. This oh. Juicy Judy. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, Griffin, what's up? You coming to Brandon Ortega's bachelor party with us? What's up? Sure. Cool. I called plus one. I told him I called plus one. We're not sure where it's starting, but we're pretty sure where it's ending. That's correct. Yeah. Also, that's the name of my book. <laughs> Your autobiography that you pinned ahead of time. Yes. We'll see if it tur- turns out to be true. Yeah. It's actually called 6040 Fiction, and you're like, which which is which? I read it, and uh, it ends really weird. I hope it doesn't end like that. The I hope you change your trajectory, friend. Some people call me a space cowboy. Jerry Judy is now in Arapahoe County Jail on charges of second-degree criminal tampering with a domestic violence enhancer. That van is a misdemeanor, but here's where it gets weird. He's on a no-bond hold. So it must have been pretty bad. Must have been pretty bad. Pretty bad. I don't know what any of that means, but it all sounds bad. All right. 
You want the definitions? Great question. 505-246-0610. Any lawyers in Arapahoe County listening? Oh, okay. I'm just waiting for the phone ring. I assume there's many listening. There's a bunch. There's got to be a bunch. Uh, The Colorado Revised Statute 18-4-506 defines, quote, second-degree criminal tampering as tampering with other people's property with intent to cause any other person injury, inconvenience, or annoyance. Second-degree criminal tampering also comprises knowingly, excuse me, comprises knowingly makes an unauthorized connection with property or a utility. Here's what this is. He broke her car window when he punched it. Or he threw her phone to the ground and broke the screen. That's what this is. That's always what this is. Or they started throwing hands, and he's like, no, baby, don't call the cops and stole the phone. Don't put me in the corner. Allegedly. Something of that nature. This situation that we know nothing about and have no facts whatsoever. Okay. I I just made up just now. Maybe Allegedly, that's what happened. You forgot that I'm a talk show host, and I have a lot of conjecture, Ah, and I have a lot of context clues. Objection, hearsay. All right. Listen here, herd. (laughs) That's a good one. The domestic violence enhancer, that one is not good. That's not good at all. So here's a fun fact. He'll get out on this, and he'll go play football, and he'll be perfectly fine because this is a slap on the wrist. Like, I don't know, 20-plus accounts of sexual assault against individuals that come to your home. That's basically what this is. It should be fine. The NFL shouldn't care. I'm gonna t- I tend to disagree <laughs> with anything even domestic violence adjacent. Uh-huh. Again, we don't know the story. No, we don't. Don't know what happened. Uh-huh. Innocent until proven guilty. Uh-huh. Not on this show. Listen here, Judy. No, I'm just kidding. Allegedly. For years, you've called a domestic violence enhancer. You called that Pap's Blue Ribbon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> domestic violence enhancer? What are you talking about? The two hours after the Super Bowl? Yeah. Domestic violence enhancer? Are you talking about whenever the St. Louis Blues get eliminated from playoff contention? Domestic violence enhancer? Are you talking about reruns of All in the Family? <laughs> Domestic violence enhancer. Didn't South Park do a whole season on that? <laughs> oh gosh. Amber Heard joke. <laughs> <laughs> this is so unfortunate. He's gonna be perfectly fine and none of this is gonna matter. That's exactly what this is. He's gonna catch a couple hundred dollar fine. He's gonna catch some he's community got, got, service. More importantly, he's gonna be on the list now. Ooh. He on the list. And then if he does it again, then it's like a lot of trouble. So when you get on the list, this is what happens. Anytime you get in trouble, you hear like a probation officer or like a coach or like a police officer go. Ah. And that's just clicking. That's it. That was a pin click. That's a pin click because they're like, because that's when, because they're about to put you on the list again. Mm-hmm. Well, no. Next time he does something, they're going to look at the list and say, buddy, hey, Juicy Judy. You're already on the list. Now you're in big trouble. Let me get this correct, Griffin. You just took a call, and the caller said they were a lawyer, and they recognized some of these words, so he's definitely in trouble. Is that what they said? Yes, sir. Okay, here we go. Yeah, it stands out. Also, this is going to sound morbid and gross and stupid. Catch a domestic violence charge. Not even like a, is charge the word I want? I've never been in trouble with the law. I'm going to make sure I got this right. Because you're innocent until proven guilty. Allegation. All right, so you catch 
a domestic violence allegation, you know what that means for the football season? You're on the field in week one. And you, That's know what that what means. Means, you know what that means for Jerry Judy? Um, he's got really good hands, so I doubt the charges are dropped. I'll show myself out. <laughs> Domestic violence enhancer? You mean whenever we're downtown and Van starts yelling world star at two guys down the street? Is that what you're talking about? Is that the domestic violence enhancer everyone's talking about? I don't think so. World star! World star, son! World star! And Van's like, Van, Fred, film in the horizontal! <laughs> Go get paid! Criminal tampering is the boring one. That could be like the one he actually gets in trouble for. Yeah, I'm telling you what it is. is He takes his two fists and he Hulk slams them onto a hood of a car. That's what it is. That's it? That's all it ever is. That's tampering? Yep. I don't think that's what tampering means. I promise. Because you're trying. if you try to like inconvenience them, so if it's like... Oh, like if she's leaving. She's trying to leave. Oh, okay. That makes more yep. sense. Or if it's like... Um, this happened with, uh, the Tiger Woods stuff before he decided not to press charges, like golf club through the window. Yeah. yeah. That's what that is. That's tampering. Yeah. He's trying to leave. He's trying to go after he already caught a four iron to the temple. Hey, by the way, good on Tiger for walking away from that one. Or like he took, stole her phone and like, he's like four feet taller than her holding it up. Yeah. yeah. She can't reach. Uh, I think in the court of law, that's called the nana nana nana. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. You almost got it. All right, hear me out. Celebra- Somebody's taller. <laughs> I know how you're such a mark for celebrity boxing. All right. Jerry Judy versus Judge, Judge Judy. Judy. Yeah. yeah uh-huh. How do you feel? Mm-hmm. You going to watch that one? I feel it's even money. It's got to be. It's a pick em, straight up. Have you watched the new? Is it Steve? The answer's already no. The new judge. No. I've not watched any TV. In, like, it's probably Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. Yeah, it's probably Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. Hold he on. has like a judge show now. Like he's like a Judge Judy. Steve Harvey. Yes. Shut up. No, it's his own show, and he's like judging. Not Steve Wilco from Jerry Jones. Judge Steve Harvey show. Shut up. It's a real thing. Jerry Springer is what I meant. Not Steve Wilco from Jerry Springer. Uh, it's been on since January. <laughs> this show is Steve Harvey? He's Steve- not a judge. Yeah, yeah, he's not a judge. Nothing legally about Steve Hardy. Hardy? One of the Hardy boys? I'm not Jay-Z, but I passed the bar and I know a little bit. Apparently this is the most popular episode. <laughs> Sister from another mister. That's right up Steve's alley. So... Is the names, is, are the titles of the episodes just things that Steve says during the broadcast? No, he just baits people in the same, like, weird sexual answers. It'd be like, who's going to jail now? What's the second most popular I, I, episode? I've seen Family Feud. I mean, that's... that's... Is, it, is the second one uh, two neighbors fighting, and it's called Holler at the Collar I get because this. he hates this guy's loud dog? This is brilliant. Very original. Okay. What the hell is going on? That's the uh, second most popular episode. And then much like our listeners are saying right now, yeah. third most popular episode, I've learned absolutely nothing. So heard that one before in the text line. Also, I've known since Kobe Bryant, if you commit a crime in Colorado, you don't get in trouble for it. That's a fact. We should play like the Steve Judge Steve Harvey drinking game. Well, you got to take a shot every time. You go, you going to hell, boy. 
<laughs> yeah. I don't. You got to take a drink every time he purses his lips and tilts his head sideways. So you got to you got to take another drink every time he gives you a stern look of disapproval. I don't. I haven't even seen the show, and I'm just assuming this is how it goes. All I know about Steve Harvey is from when I was a kid, and I was like, I was like, oh my god, you can get a real life Mr. Potato Head mustache. That's all I really remember from Steve Harvey. Yeah. You could grow him thick, too. Him and Richard Pryor had two stud Mr. Potato Head mustaches. Unfortunately, Richard Pryor's got a little dusty towards the end. Well, I mean, the, I mean, everyone gets to the end. He kept it real clean for a while. Sam Elliott has a nice mustache. Oh, that's yeah. That's not Mr. Potato that's Head not at Mr. all, Potato though. Head. That's, yeah. that's a Sam Elliott. That's a Sam Elliott. It's his own thing. Mr. Potato Head's Mr. Potato Head. Everyone, everyone knows that. Still went straight to Sam Elliott, not Van Nunley. <laughs> not even in the debate. <laughs> not, even, not even in the mix. <laughs> Let me clear my throat. DJ Cool over here. Uh-huh. Jerry Judy is uh, going to miss zero football. And he's going to have zero impact on the opening day of football when the Denver Broncos will allegedly travel to Seattle to take on the Seahawks of that team. We will confirm in 32 minutes when the official That's schedule's released. When the NFL schedule drops. That's all we're talking about the last hour. Until the INN Varsity at 645, which is the INN Varsity of Conspiracy Theories. Okay, Stoked. It's actually a makeup opportunity here for Jerry, who really blew it yesterday. I'm not sure. I mean, it's your first day, Jerry. What are you you to familiarize yourself with the brand? Do you want to know what's going on here? Blow it? Is that like a keyword for Bush did 9-11? Is that, is that what you meant? Jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams? Jerry, is that what you're going with? Is that, is that your number one? Is you're going with there? It's not your number one? Is it weird to talk to Jerry Wright during a Jerry Judy? Like It's confusing. It's a little confusing. Especially when you immediately segue to Judge Judy. So yeah. now we've got... Jerry Wright Judy, Judge Jerry Judy. I used to know this cat named Eric Wright. Eric Wright? Yeah. Easy E? Yeah, I used to ride around town. Yeah. Hang out with uh, ladies of a certain temperament at night. Obviously, he's cruising down the street in his six foe. That is correct. Doing things that I can't say on the radio. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. D, Sports Animal. I don't know what this one is. I like it. What is this? The heat is on, brother. Glenn Fry. Who? Glenn Fry. All right, let me Google from the Eagles. Okay, so uh, all right. First of all, this is spelled not the way you should spell Glenn Fry. Glenn Frey. And by the way, you know how I feel about the Fay van. I don't tempt the (laughs) Fay. Okay, nice callback. Uh, oh, right. the Beverly Hills Cop soundtrack, Fred. That's fitting because I believe Glenn Fry is from Detroit. Also, rest in peace to Glenn Fry. A lot of good feedback on mustaches. We're going to do a mustache episode soon. Okay, not dead, only retired from the industry. So update on Glenn Fry, back from the dead. You just Google so, if he's dead or not? Congrat- yes. That was unnecessary. We're just uh, talking about the song. I had it wrong in the first place. The Eagles is Don Henley, right? Is that right? Yes, and Glenn Frey. And they're they're the big two, but Don Henley makes more money. A little bit. He, <laughs> he's the better one, right? Speaking of the heat is on, mm-hmm. the heater up twenty four sixteen right now, if you're if you're wondering. 
the heater on television. Jimmy Butler's unreal right now. Yeah. Jimmy Butler is my father, and this makes sense because Krispy Kreme just announced he's on the comeback. I'm so excited for that. Everything God, about I'm this. I'm so excited. Miami trying to close them out right now. Hey, the Bucks are going to do that thing, hey, dog. The Heat had the best record in the East all season. Sure. And everyone takes them for granted. Everyone underestimates them. All the pundits were picking the 76ers. It's like, hey, they won the most games. Give Jimmy Butler and the boys some credit. Jimmy Butler is that regular season guy. And he tried to be that postseason guy in the bubble, but he couldn't. He's so close. He's so close. Jimmy Butler, to it's, me. It's hard to beat LeBron James who? in a shortened season LeBron? when he's healthy and he's got help. Yes. And when his teammates can't get distracted with the world that surrounds them, yeah. they can only. Because the most yes. focus and attention yes. that you can put on basketball is the exa- exact same amount of skill that LeBron puts on as a hobby. The thing that LeBron does as a hobby, which is basketball, he does better than everyone who does it as a profession. Yeah, that's accurate. Marcus Smart. The opposite. The opposite. Homeboy turns it over three times in the last minute last night. Marcus Smart got reminded by his wife that they have tickets to Aruba that leave tomorrow. <laughs> He's like, you better not win this series, Marcus. Don't do it, Marcus. Listen, Marcus. Don't mess around and win it, Marcus. Marcus. We have tickets to Aruba, Marcus. Yeah. You better commit three turnovers in the last three possessions. You better. And I know his name's because also Drew Holiday. There was already a Drew Holiday at some point, right? That's a previous player. There's a Drew with a J now. Yes. And then a Drew with a D previously. That's I believe on UCLA. Is that correct? You used to play for UCLA? Had a cup of coffee in the league? Well, he don't mean anything because if you Google Drew Holiday, Drew Holiday comes up. Yeah. And he looked like a world beater last night in the last minute against Marcus Smart, who was like, oh, man, we're chasing three. I guess I'll just uh, dilly-dally down the court, and I'll uh, – oh, my God, he took it away. <laughs> Did you see his overreaction, too? Of course. Like, he just got electrocuted? <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> he just threw his hands up like he's at a hip-hop uh-huh. concert and then jumped backwards like he got electrocuted, like he's peeing on electric fence. You, and it's, it's just a steal. Bro. He just got the ball stolen. It's the same reaction I have when I'm at, like, the grocery and I go to pull into, like, a parking spot, but someone left their cart in the parking spot, and I just, like, throw my hands in the air, and I'm like, this is a travesty! Marv Albert. Return your carts to the corral! Do you know humanity, Albuquerque? I'm here to use my EBT! Drew Holiday with the invisible cattle prod on Marcus Smart. That's what it was. Got him again. Pulled the old Scott Hall on Goldberg to allow Kevin Nash to win the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. And you're like, what? No, he didn't. He's just lazy. Hmm? He did not care about winning. Jason Tatum going to smack him. Apparently, Marcus Smart gets shot by a BB gun from the crowd right in his kneecap. Sniper! And Jason, here's the thing, too, about NBA guys. Because if you talk to, like, NBA guy, 
We can call any former NBA player and be like, hey, does one play matter? Every NBA guy's going to be like, no, one play don't matter. Game of streaks. We understand. We don't, we don't harp on each other in the locker room. They're all lying about this. This did matter. Three plays matter. Yes. The last three plays matter. And especially that one where you embarrass yourself and the team and the sport. How crazy is it if, like, in the timeout before, like, say, let's say you're Jason Tatum. Because, you know, I don't believe NBA teams are coached by coaches. They're coached by players. If Jason Tatum has to before be like, hey, Marcus, do me a favor, snap into consciousness. <laughs> Help us all out a ton. Marcus Smart kicked in the groin by an invisible giant foot. Marcus <laughs> Smart with the impromptu half-jumping jack. He's never been claimed to be, like, offensive player of the year. Marcus Smart, like, legit won their last game. Of what he did this game. Mm-hmm. We live by the smart. Die by the smart. <laughs> I don't understand that reference. He sucks so bad. The guys who are like super defense, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Can't do that. Why is he bringing it up? I get it. I get that he's a guard. I get it. I get, I'm, guys, I get it. Why is he bringing it up? You could just roll right over you could and give, not mention it whatsoever. Give it to anyone. Brown and Tatum are right there. He's right there. Brown and Tatum are right there. Give them the ball. It's your job to pass the ball to them at the end of the fourth quarter. Dog, not even that once. Your job. Twice. We had an hour long meeting about this, Marcus. When the clock's ticking away in the fourth quarter, you give it to the good ones. And we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> and we're talking about the three turnovers. That's not to mention the block. There was a block too. That didn't even count as a turnover. Well, everybody's talking about the steal where he gets electrocuted. Yeah. The block was it's huge. so embarrassing. Oh, man. The it, fake the fake cattle prod was so embarrassing, they don't mention him getting stuffed. And Griffin, I know you're a really good producer, but you're not necessarily the biggest sports fan in the world. He has his pocket picked at the logo. He's like at the logo, and he's like, oh, I see a lane. I'm going to make him. Oh, God damn it. Enshrined into history. He's standing on the logo. He's like, I'm going to make a move. There was like 10 seconds left. There was plenty of time. Figure your life out. Go for three. Get across half court. Call a timeout. Boston sports super fan Craig not doing well. No, this has got to be tough for Craigers. Celtics down 3-2. Bruins down 3-2. Red Sox are in last place. And the Pats draft was horrible. Okay, so it's really fallen off here. And again, the Red Sox aren't in last place. Obviously, the Orioles are, but you don't count the Orioles. No, you absolutely do not. And also to lose hockey. We'll let the Orioles back in the baseball league in like 10 years. We'll start <laughs> talking about them again. To lose hockey to the Carolina Hurricanes. Carolina, not a hockey state. That's not a hot spot for hockey. I love when Boston fan ice has never frozen once in the history of Carolina. And when it does, what it, are they doing playing hockey? What you actually, you told an accidental lie and I'm going to let, I'm going to let you be okay with that, but they get wintery mix, which is close to freezing and the whole state shuts down. Like cars just drive They just drive into the ocean and stuff. It's like, they have no clue. They have no clue at all. They just limbing themselves right over the edge of the coast. 
Because it snowed once? Yes. That is very weird. A lot of truth to that. What you're describing is quite odd. Dane Leninger is going to join us after the break because we were talking about the YMCA a little bit earlier. And we're like, hey, what about the programs? We're going to talk about the YMCA. What about the programs? Yeah, I want to hear all about it. We'll have Dane Leninger on after the commercial. That's going to be a lot of fun. Also, my phone is blowing up. Nope, mustache talk. Okay. A lot of mustache <laughs> What are we talk. doing here, guys? That was that was some time ago. I don't need your hot take mustache updates. Hold on. Let's look this up real quick. Okay. I got You need some filler here? You want me to do a little filler before we go to break? Uh, Friday, November 25th, 2022. Uh-huh. Prepare for the Two Men on Mustache Day special. So save your mustache talk. Yeah. For November twenty fifth. Yeah. So what you're saying is we mustache you to save your questions about mustaches. Wait, is that the day after Thanksgiving? November twenty fifth. Yeah, I, I would say there's a strong possibility that that could be the day after Thanksgiving. That is the day after Thanksgiving. It's hundred percent the day after Thanksgiving. So we are hundred percent off air that day. Okay, we are off air. We will be giving you the greatest hits on Mustache Day. <laughs> Let's pre-record a mustache segment. What do you say? Let's talk about that at another time. Dane Leninger, whenever we get back, two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program. Joining us on the program, friend of the show, Dane Leninger. Dane, what's going on, buddy? Oh, not too much. How are you guys doing? Uh, We're doing good. Man had to step out, but he'll step back. And when he does, we'll say, welcome back to the program. All right. What's going on with the program without at the Y, Dane? Uh, kicking off the summer, um, we're going to be having our youth volleyball and basketball camps and clinics this okay. summer. Okay. Uh, it is free for all members, so it's an exciting time. All ages? How early can I get started out there with basketball and volleyball camps? Um, yeah, 6 to 14 for basketball, and we, we run 8 to 14 for our volleyball. Cool, and this is like I have to be available every night of the week, and I can't live a life outside of it, and it's going to consume me, and it's a real inconvenience? No, absolutely not. Oh, good. We have multiple options as far as the involvement. Um, our camps are just a – think of like an intensive one-week camp, and then our clinics are spread out. You can either do a once a, once a week in the evening – for an hour or a twice a week in the evenings for an hour. How are families and how are young athletes coming back out to the YMCA? Is there, is there a real comfort right away to everyone or does it take a little bit of time for people to kind of reacclimate in this quote unquote post COVID world? Um, no, I think, I think it's a, it's a comfortable transition now that we've gotten back to where, where we were and, and able to uh, have just such a great staff and, um, really makes everybody jump right back into it so van welcome back to the program sorry, sorry i had to go blow my nose hey, oh, who a little did? behind Uh-oh. the scenes okay. i shoot a snot rocket backstage right. weird sentence okay anyways so <laughs> these programs they aren't just for elite level athletes like myself dane they're for everyone yeah absolutely uh skill levels of all ranges um we, we do also offer a athletic performance camp that is kind of geared towards the, the student youth athlete where it's um, a, little bit, a little bit more focused on, on athletics and um, training, which is fun as well. How are the itty-bitty programs coming together? Um, great. We, we are going to be doing itty-bitty 
soccer over the summer. That's another another program that we're going to be running. Um, we ran, we got our first season of soccer under our belt, and I felt like it was a, a, a good success. Last night was fun doing the medals and um, kind of everybody on the sideline there cheering for their kids to uh, score a goal. Now, Van, I don't know if you've seen this. This well, is the one with the parents, right? Yeah, with Itty Bitty, yeah, we, so we do have that one parent yes. is is available there, and it, and it's just um, you know three to three to five year old, so it's 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 a good time. So Dane, how how's the turn? Like, do you even have any space left? Are we here just talking about it? No one can join, or is there space left? There, no, absolutely, we still have space left. We um, availability is all all online or in person. You can come and register. Uh, we do have – I don't think that any one of them has filled up completely full yet. So um, be sure to get in as soon as you can to register so you can get the spots that you want that work with your schedule. As far as uh, young adults or maybe individuals coming back from university abroad that are going to be home for the summer and want to help with camps and programs, what's the best way for friends of the show to reach out or maybe their loved ones uh, to become an employee at the Y and to help out with, with camps and programs and everything that encompasses? Yeah, um, check out our website. My my information, my my phone number and extension, as well as my email. Reach reach out to me. Shoot me a resume. We do have a really uh, knowledgeable and well trained staff that have athletic training backgrounds, as well as exercise science backgrounds, that are really going to help to you know push these young athletes to that next level in their off season, especially in that athletic performance camp. Um, yeah, reach out to me. Shoot me a resume. Dane, Dane Leninger, the program director at the YMCA Central New Mexico. 505-595-1515. You can get him extension 3117. What we do, though, is we just go down into the YMCA on Indian School in San Mateo. What's that, 4901? Is that right? 4901 Indian School? So yep, go, Indian School. Yep. Go down exactly. there, and, and what you do is you look for the most athletic, always around, always smiling, always approachable guy, and you say, are you Dane? And then, then Dane will say yes. And then he will tell you exactly what you need to do to get to get your your child involved in a basketball or a volleyball or, or a whatever interest they may have. So that is the world that is the YMCA right now. Anything we missed, Dane? Uh, no, that's that's great. Thank you for that. Dane's the best. He is the He's best. He's the best. Dane, thank you for taking the time. You should see him in action. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys for having us on. Such a good dude. Of course. They got some we'll cool see you at stuff. The club. Oh, it, yes, a hundred percent. We will. We got some cool stuff going right. on with uh, with the YMCA and Dane and, and everything that's involved. I don't know how to work the phones on my end, guys. I'm not trying to be that guy right now, but I literally have no idea. There's like buttons I can press. They they offered me buttons in the studio. No idea what they do. They light up sometimes. I don't know what I don't know what light off, steady on, blinking. It's like when I look at like my cable modem at the house. I have no idea what it's doing. Either the internet works or it doesn't. I couldn't tell you anything in between. Like sending you like messages from another place, like you'll you'll never be able to interpret them. Sometimes Comcast will be like, "Hey, send us an email," and I'm like, "How? <laughs> from from where? There's no internet here. From the public library. I wouldn't be contacting you if I didn't have internet. No." We talked a lot about those uh, skills camps and stuff. Here's the thing. If you sign up the Y right now for the kids, these programs are included. They're included in your family membership. Yeah, yeah for just get a family membership. Join the Y. Join the Y. Hang out with your boys. Hang, you beat me to it. 
hang out with your boys at the Y. I recently just moved. So we go to the Horn location a lot, Indian School in San Mateo. Yeah. I recently just moved like a block from the McLeod location. We miss you. Comanche and Tramway. Yeah. The Horn family misses you. The all right. I don't I don't know if you're trying to shame me right now. But as much as the Horn family misses me, the the McLeod family welcomes me and embraces me. Like I'm one of their own. Like like they're the Mohegans and I'm I'm now one of them. The Mc, they're huggers out there. They do hug. Yeah. I I tell you and you you're know, not you're not a hug. Oh, I do not like physical yeah. touch from people I don't know. Family And that's only when they pick me up from the airport and drop me off. No other time. You didn't do like a first time seeing you in a while, only at the airport? Only at the airport. Only at the airport? Yeah. If you didn't bother to come to the airport, you don't get a hug. NFL schedule drops in four minutes. We will give it to you on the program. We're two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9, and we start our days at the YMCA Central New Mexico. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610. I like everything about this. Strong work, right? What is that part? The part was very sexual. What was that part? The duck part? Yeah. Where they're squeezing the duck. I think duck, uh, duck of a vibrato. The NFL's doing it right this year. It is a very juicy schedule. Is this from, what is this from? Is this from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom? Is that what this is? It should be on the next soundtrack, that's for sure. Is it just like generic rejoin one? You know it's my run the jewels, baby. Is that what that was? I, I didn't know that. Well, I did. That's why I told you. What's the name of that song? I'm not telling you. You don't deserve this information. Information I will impart with you, though. You know what I'm talking about in Indiana Jones when they got the guy on the thing and he's like, Kali Ma. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Kali Mar, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everyone knows Kali Mar. Duh. Come on, man. That dude was brutal. By the way, I legit saw a guy that looked just like that. Yes, I also iso- watched. At the Isotopes game today. Oh, I thought you were talking about I the- was like, whoa, why are you wearing that to a baseball game? That's weird. I thought you were talking about the January 6th riots. That's what I thought you were talking about. Was he there too? I think he was like the leader. Could be a different guy. And that dude who gets sacrificed, he's got like he's got like a lay on, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And he's, he's just like a guy. Those are Hawaiian flowers. Yeah. Well, those aren't on your island. I could not. So and when I was a kid in the 80s, when Indiana Jones came out, which, by the way, Indiana Jones, probably the best trilogy of the 80s at me, if you think that's wrong. But I'm going to tell you, it's, that's right. I'm correct in saying You're that. a big Back to the Future guy. Huge Back to the Future guy. Still Indiana Jones is better? Yes. Okay. But it is going back to the future if you think about it. Uh, okay, yes. We saw the movie. We get the wordplay. Griffin's the one who, like, when someone says the name of a movie... In a in a movie, Griffin's like, heck yes, <laughs> yeah, that's the name of the movie. Yeah, he oh, just said it. They have to be fast and furious. This is incredible. Hey, ah. by the way, your little trilogy nonsense. Yeah, I know it's just a slight to me in my Star Wars fandom. I get it. 
It's fine. Star Wars came out in the 70s, dog. Well, the first one is in the 70s. The last one is only in 80. 83? Is that when? Well, I wasn't born until 1982, so. All right, let's take a legit second here. So, Karate Kid would be on the list. Indiana Jones. Back to the Future. What are we missing? Naked Gun. Naked Gun would be on the list. Child's Play. Child's Play sucks. Fred scares easy. The Tim Burton Batmans are better than that, but there's only two of them. Two out of the three Star Wars were in the 80s. So it's an 80s trilogy. (laughs) Yeah, Matrix. The Matrix came out in 2000. (laughs) Grow up. Or 80s, 80s trilogies. Also, the way you two are talking, this this allows Terminator to be in it. Only the first Terminator came out in the 80s. You can't have a a trilogy if the, the last one's 30 years later. According to your rules. And the first one's in the 90s. And you're like, uh, I think I just saw Bruce Campbell in the Multiverse of Madness, so I'm going to go ahead and say Evil Dead. No. Figure it out. NFL schedule's out, dog. I got some highlights. You ready? Week one is the Broncos at the Seahawks. Oh, my God. That's the best one. Name a better one, man. I can't. You did it. Picked it right out of the gate, didn't I? Okay, the first game, though, the the kickoff game, Thursday, week one, Bills at Rams. Pretty good. That's a good start. That's a good start. So, and that guy you like up there, uh, Jeremy Allen? Josh Allen. Okay. People finally have the palate for Josh Allen that I've had this whole time. And, you know, you probably can't hear this out there on the radio or the interwebs, but I'm patting myself on the back right now. From the texter, Bill and Ted's Excellent Avenger. There's only two Bill and Ted movies. You guys don't get it. Not sequels, trilogies. Yes. 80s. 80s. Rules are simple. It's, it's like people don't even care. Here I am talking about the rules, and I break the rules immediately. <laughs> since the first Star Wars was in the, <laughs> the late 70s. 77, I believe. The first one? 76. 76? I'm going 77. All right, I got that one while you're continuing to tell me about your favorite player, Jacob Allen. Okay. Jacob Allen. You do that a lot. (laughs) Steelers at Bengals. That's a big one. Uh, For the aforementioned reason that there is no Roethlisberger. Star Wars A New Hope came out in 1977. Yeah, told you. Tried to told you. And there's not anything that juicy unless... You're just wanting to watch your team play. Are you talking only about week one right now? Yeah, still week one. So not not even opening night of the Buffalo whatever's at the St. Louis Rams of Los Angeles County. The only week one game that you need to watch, and I know how you are. Good Fred, I've been feeding. Fred, I haven't had the NFL. I'm watching all of it. Fred, I'm going to watch the red zone now. And you know how I feel about Monday Night Football? But number one, because it's the debut of Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, you put them on there. Because Joe Buck, who, by the way, unceremoniously is making his ESPN debut at the U.S. Open or something, which is like not really the fireworks I feel our man Joe Buck deserves, but cool. It's Broncos at Seahawks on Monday Night Football, 8 p.m. Oh, my God. The Broncos are going to embarrass them so bad. (sighs) And it's in Seattle. Seattle's 12th man is going to be cheering for the visiting team. And Russell Wilson is such a nerd. 
He's the most buttoned up dude ever, right? Like, I want to see him show any emotion. Like, does he have it in him to want to go out there and just bury him? Or is he kids' gloves? Oh, he's going to be on his best behavior. Yeah, he will because he's soft. Because he's Russell Wilson. Yep. I think the game of the week, except for seeing Russell Wilson go back to Seattle, Sunday night game, Tampa Bay at Dallas. You care about that? Of course I care about that. That's a great game. What does Dallas have? They got they got 52 linebackers. No one cares about Dallas. No, they got a team that's going to win double-digit games again and lose in the first round of the playoffs again. Just one second. Let me do something. And Cowboy ah! <laughs> No. You remember we, we went to opening night last year, and it was Bucks-Cowboys. No. I At do, Howie's. Do I recall that one specific thing? No. Yeah. You know how much? It was a blast. Here's how much I care about a single game in a single week of the NFL season. None. It has to have a storyline. It has to be WWE up for me to care. Because I don't care at all about Ken Pickett going out there and taking his first NFL snap in the shotgun with, with max protection and a dump-off pass to a wide receiver on the inside. I don't care about none of that. Look, first off, Trubisky's going to beat him for the job. Okay, this is not Trubisky's better than Kenny Pickett. Stupid conversation. It's got the kid, the backup, backup kid from New England. He's the one who's going to win the thing. The guy that only eats chicken nuggets? No, the Simeon kid, what's his name? You know I'm talking Trevor Simeon. No, it's not Simeon, but that's who it is. (laughs) Jared, Jared Stidham. Oh, Jared Stidham. Oh, yeah. All world. Tell me they're not the same person, though. They're, they're the same person. The Patriots are trading Jarrett Stenum in a seventh-round pick to the Raiders for a sixth-round pick. You know why they didn't make the program today? So he's not on either team that you were referencing. Well, I mean, that's the point I'm making, though. They're all gone. He will eventually. Yes. <laughs> After he gets released from his current team. The, here's how I know the NFL is a full-on fix and stupid, and fandom of it is a waste of your time if you believe in a winning and fair competition. Gardner Minshew is not a starting quarterback for any team, and that's the dumbest thing in the history of all sports is he's the greatest athlete, and he's better than Steve Harvey mustache-wise. Jerry, Stephanie, it took nine minutes. We talked about the next football season. It took Fred nine minutes to mention Gardner Minshew. The greatest of all time, Gardner Minshew. Nine minutes minutes into the season backup quarterback for some reason <laughs> to garbage Jalen Hurts and every time he steps in the game hey you got a minute to go why don't we put in Minshew he's gonna win the game I bet AJ Brown is practicing with Garner Minshew instead of Jalen Hurts who's AJ Brown no one until he gets with Gardner Minshew yep 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 you know what playing with Ryan Tannenhill is? That's like playing with Jarrett Stenham. Speaking of the Philadelphia Eagles, congratulations on starting the season 1-0 and as you get to start the year in Detroit. Congratulations. That's a good game. Hey, actually, trap game. <laughs> you get to have your bye week, week one. Hey, Detroit don't get to have nothing nice. Get them nothing nice. Eventually. No. Eventually. It's from starting win-win. If you extrapolate, if you pretend that the universe exists for millions of years into the future and the United States of America and the NFL exist. Theoretically, they will win one. Theoretically, they will win one. Did you ever think the iPod was going away? Yeah, totally. No, see, I didn't. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. It's in your phone. You got one in your phone now. 
Skip. You don't need an, an iPod when you got an iPod in your phone. Skip week two, go straight to week three. Wait, what? Hold on. No, 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 no. No one no. cares about week two. No, no, no. NFL fan does, you dummy. They're, they're Chargers not. at Chiefs. That's a good one. What? Thursday. The best quarterback in the conference versus the worst quarterback in the conference? No uh, one cares. Thursday, even. Uh, Thursday on. usually gets garbage games. Thursday is for Seinfeld finales. No one is watching football on Thursdays. You are insanely wrong about that. All right, watch this. Hey, Jerry. Hey, Steph. Do you guys have the login to Amazon or Apple or Peacock or Paramount Plus or whatever dumb streaming service that the NFL stashed this game on because you can't watch it on the regular channels? Do you guys have that? Oh, you don't? No. 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 No, they don't, Van. Okay, well, our streaming co-op has all of them that- if you'd like to join in. What do you got? I'll trade you one of them. Me? No, Jerry's not trading. I do have Amazon. Okay, he's got Amazon. It might be on that one. Okay. Is that the one that's on? We'll never know. Hey, and you can't watch it on your TV, Jerry, because you're not inclined that way at the house. You got to watch it on your 5.3-inch screen, and I know it's 5.3-inch because like, I measure it exactly against something else. I know it's 5.3 inches, and that screen is not big enough. It's too little, I've been told, to watch anything. <clears throat> you could just you could just like cast it using... You Chrome cast. You got a hey, you got a Chromecast? I, I I'm still playing eight tracks. This that's what I'm telling you about Jerry. He can't watch the game, dog. No one is watching Thursday night football. He knew it was Fry, not Frey. Jerry jumped out <laughs> of the music business before he got back in. An entire career of music. There have been artists who have come, gone left this planet Earth, inspired others who have also left this planet Earth, and now he's back in the industry. Jerry is not the target audience for Thursday Night Football. No one is the target audience for Thursday Night Football. Thursday is for Kirby Enthusiasm. Wait, is there a new season coming out? I assume. <laughs> Allegedly. Thursday is for the Steve Wilco, Steve Harvey tag team jury show. Grey's Anatomy. Thank you. Is that still on? Who's Anatomy? Grey's Anatomy. You know this guy? Shondaland. What? <laughs> I'm married. Sorry. You're just making up German words. So according to this, Grey's Anatomy is still a show. TGIT, thank God it's Thursday. Is that a branding that ABC does? Is that real? Griff, get on here real quick. So Yeah, they have like all kinds of crazy shows that a million little things. Oh, yeah, there's a whole lineup. Here's how much terrestrial television has given up on NFL. They're going as lady as they possibly can. Creating Thank God It's Thursday and putting Sandra O oh in front of an audience every week. Is Survivor back too? Is yes. it? It is. Van, this is how dumb and stupid Thursday Night Football is. And then you should see how many Kim Crawford wine commercials are during them. Who is? I don't even know who that is. Okay, legit Kim Crawford's <laughs> delicious. I highly recommend their Marlboro Sauvignon Blanc. It is phenomenal. From Marlboro region of New Zealand. Couldn't endorse it high enough. Who is Kimberly Crawford? I have no idea. What but team does she play she for? She looks like she has good wine. She has great wine. Yeah. It's great. It's the best you can get at that price point. I'm looking up the team. Week two Sunday night, Bears at Packers. That's that's newsworthy. Any Bears-Packers game. All right. So, man, Van, this is so stupid. More Thursday stuff? What are you talking about? Yes. Okay, apparently there's not a Thursday game week three. They just took a week off. You know what they did? They made the right decision is what they did. Okay, so on Thursday night, you can watch Life Goes On, America's Funniest Home Videos, 
60 minutes. Parker Lewis can't lose. In, oh, this is actually 1990. I'm looking at the wrong year. Major Dad is on. Blossom. Matlock all night long. This is what this is what today is. This is today's TV. Are you saying like real TV shows from today? I'm saying right now on Thursday night, you can watch crappy throwaway, rush home for work for no reason, not eat dinner with your family, NFL, or at the 8 p.m. hour you can turn on Who's the Boss, followed up by Head of the Class, and then Roseanne before you go to bed. That is a Thursday night lineup. I'm still confused. Are you? Are these remakes that are happening now? Or are you just saying the lineup from 30 years ago? Full House, Who's the Boss, and Coach. That's what you can watch on a Thursday night. I used to be a big coach, Mark. Well, I was too because it ended like, right before in the heat of the night, and I'm like, that's a really well-written, well-rounded television. I'm show. a big Dauber guy. Remember Dauber? 100% remember Dauber. Yeah. Yes, very funny. Very well-written. Insanely well-acted. Oh, perfect. Great one-liners. Brilliant. Yeah. What's that cast name? He was in Spider-Man. He's very good. The Wonder Years, Growing Pains, Doogie Hauser. That is a Thursday night lineup. Not, yeah, honey, you could. William Fagerbake. Yeah, excellent. Fagerbake. Look that up on Urban Dictionary. The Cosby Show, A Different World, Cheers, and then you stop the night. You end with Wings? Are you kidding me? Underrated. Insanely underrated. Wings is underrated. This used to be Thursday night TV time at the family. Let's go get a bucket of KFC. I take the skin off. You get the meat. And you get to sit down and connect and love each other. But no. I got to watch Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> you can watch Patrick. You get. No, we have Patrick Mahomes on Sunday, Van. Stupid. You can't. We're not going to drive through and get Patrick Mahomes. We have Patrick Mahomes at home. We have him at home. More NFL schedule talk when we get back. Two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9, and we start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. Full House, Family Matters, Perfect Strangers, Baby Talk. That is a whole night of television, and you are missing it because of stupid Thursday night football. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Okay, during the break, the conversation was, does Cheers hang out? Like, does Cheers... Hold up. Hold up. Is it dated? I tried to watch it because um, the Cheers theme is obviously one of my karaoke songs. Making your way in the world today. Takes everything you got. Making your way with all your worries. Let's go smoke some pot. That's... Nope. Nope. No? Um, Because sometimes you want to get away. So I that's that made me want to start watching the series again. It's very good. And it, it, to me, it doesn't hold up. What? It has that beautiful nostalgia. It was so good for its time, but there's just been so many better shows oh since then. I literally thought- Obviously, the, sh- the great shows that came after Cheers either borrowed or directly stole from Cheers, but as a show, it doesn't hold up. And you were talking about things you'd rather watch- than Thursday night football, yeah. and you left out the best Thursday night lineup of all time. Your entire personality is based off of Sam Malone. Everything you've done in your adult life is a complete mirror of the actions of Sam Malone post-playing days. I'm not 
a washed up reliever who owns a bar, Fred. You're a washed up reliever. I want to be a washed up reliever <laughs> who owns a bar. All right, what's the best Thursday night one? What is it? You're forgetting a beautiful moment in the mid 2000s. Oh. Community. Yeah, sucks. Parks and Rec. What? The Office, 30 Rock, all on Thursday, back to back to back to back. Third Rock from the Sun. That's not. I think. I didn't think that was NBC. I think that was Fox. I don't know that, but the greatest Thursday lineup of all time is Boom, Community, underrated all-time love, show. Love, love that show. Then right. Parks and Rec, which is the best out of all of them. Hold on. And then The Office, which is the most popular, very strong work, not the best. And Thirty Rock, which had higher peaks than all of them put together, not the best show. Higher peaks. I'm taking a ranking into consideration. Okay. I need to circle back very quickly on something. Hit me. Griffin's right about Third Rock from the Sun. He's a big SNL guy because you know I'm a big SNL guy. Uh-huh. I'm a big John Lithgow fan. I'm a big Jane Curtin fan. Uh-huh. They killed yes. Third Rock from the Sun. And if you, during Third Rock from the Sun's like little five, six season run, if you'd have been like, hey, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's going to go on to be like that dude who kind of like inspires change and the entire medium and creates like masterpieces from literal works of nothing. By the way, somehow put a curse on the Batman franchise, which I yeah. don't a hundred percent understand. Because well, he didn't he so want underrated. he didn't want to make Robin movies with Christopher Nolan. Correct. Because he's an artist. Because he's an artist. Yeah. Would not have been able to call that. Uh, also, Kristen Johnson, I thought was uh, highly under highly underpraised for her role. All right, give me your three that again. So it was Thirty Rock, The Office. Parks, Parks and, and Rec. Rec. And community. All right, but you're putting Community hard, too. 30 Rock, number one. Office, three. Parks and Rec, four. Well, to me personally, Parks and Rec's the best of all of them. Then Community. Then 30 Rock. Then The Office. I'm just picking a, a random year. NBC in 2008, okay? Because the way you would know is the one that's on last. Because that's the one. that's, that's batting, batting cleanup. Yeah, batting cleanup. Yeah. 30 Rock was last. Then that's the one. Yeah. That's the number one one. 30 Rock, they had to push it harder than The Office because there's more star power in 30 Rock. But The Office, obviously, the second most popular TV show of all time. Situational comedy starring humans. Yeah. What is My Name is Earl? What is that? That's pretty weak. Um, Jason Lee has a bucket list. So it looks to Wasn't me, a fan. the 30 Rock was so popular, like, and I just pulled up 2008, they actually bookend Thursday nights. They put both. Yeah, they put both. Yeah. That's smart. Miss last week's episode? Losers? You can watch it again. Hey. I highly recommend Community. Out there, it got, Community got overshadowed by all these other huge shows with huge TV stars. I'm a Chevy Chase guy all day. Community's the best one. A big Chevy Chase guy. I didn't... All right, so, like, I saw The Office. Eh. Eh. It had some good moments. And it looks in 2010, Friday Night Football in America. So, yeah. So, yeah, that's I'm, when I'm it kind of really, died. I, I agree that The Office is a great TV show, had a great run, it sustained its popularity, it deserved its popularity. But I'm not a fan of shows that people attach their whole personality to. And there's a lot of people who like their whole personality is the office. Thursday night football. 
By the way, week three, Packers at Buccaneers. That's going to be a good one. That's going to be the one. Yeah. 2006 <laughs> is when Thursday Night Football kind of came into existence regularly. That, to me, is the downfall of NFL football. Uh, well, it's not the downfall. NFL's never been bigger or more popular, but I think it's a horrible idea. I am anti-Thursday for different reasons than you. I don't think you should play the hardest, most brutal contact sport three days after you've just done it. Once a week is even pushing it to play a whole football game. That is brutal. So I don't run my air conditioning at full blast, and I don't have any hobby at full blast. And that's my problem with the NFL. You should get the NFL, like you said, man, at a prescribed time where you can take your dose. All day Sunday, baby. That It already gets a whole day. It's a whole day. I love football Sundays. I, I miss I miss almost every Thursday night game unless it's wildly compelling, and I miss almost every Monday night game unless it's wildly compelling because I've just dedicated a whole day of my week to you, NFL. Yes, figure it out. Quit trying to make fetch happen. Also, on a personal note, Monday night football preempts your boys. Yeah. And that's bogus. Sure. I got jokes after the weekend. I will give you Roger Goodell's email to complain. Yeah. And move it back to Sunday. Rajiboy69420 at NFL.com. At Hotmail. <laughs> All right. So we both decided we're not going to watch a single game in week two, but then we're going to watch your Packers in week three at the Buccaneers. At Tampa Bay. And this is because I'm not going to watch a single Packer snap before this, and I want to see what the team looks like without Devontae Adams, mm-hmm. and I only care to watch the Packers if they're playing against, oh, I don't know, Tom Brady. Yeah. It's going to be the game of the week, no doubt. And it's not even close. It could also be the game where Tom Brady retires and then he goes in the broadcast boost at halftime. And just quits. <laughs> you know what? This is hard. How have I been doing this for so long? I'm so hard. Ugh. More of the NFL schedule when we get back from the break. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. D. This one, Van, I believe is the Spin Doctors. Yep. And you're correct. Because if you'd... Like to buy me flowers? Yep. Let's go ahead now. So the original... This guy, the lead singer of the Spin Doctors... Yeah. Like a hundred percent passes, like my cousin, maybe brother. Look a lot of like. I don't know. I don't know who that is. He's slightly more gingery than me, but Chris Barron. I don't know who that is. Yeah, he's the lead singer of the Spin Doctors. Okay, I'll have to learn who they are. Are they new? You just knew who they were. Catch the Spin Doctors if you're in Memphis this upcoming weekend. Okay, not Chris Barron now. All right. Chris Barron in like 1994 or whenever. Coming to Castle Rock, June 11th. Why are you pumping the spin doctors right now? Louisville, Colorado. So check them out at the Louisville Street Fair. Okay, did you look at the spin doctors lead singer from back in the day? No, of course not. Kind of like too much like me. His nose is wider. We're up against it because we have the I-9 varsity at 645. And I'm going to give you my remaining highlights, okay, Van? Hit me. So we're talking about week one. Mm-hmm. Buccaneers and Cowboys, obviously. Great. Okay? Week two, make sure everyone watches the Buccaneers and Saints. 
Week three, Packers at Buccaneers. Week four, the uh, this one should be a thumping, but I think it's a not-miss one. Chiefs at Buccaneers. Okay, I, I'm seeing a trend here, Fred. Week five, if you want to watch the biggest blowout in the history of the NFL, the Buccaneers will go to Carolina and beat up on a Cam Newtonless Panthers unless they have Cam Newton. Week six, Ravens at Buccaneers, obviously. Week seven, a Russell Wilsonless Seattle Seahawks will travel all the way across this great country of ours. And then across further the world as they play the Buccaneers. But I believe this one is in Wembley Stadium or something of that nature. Okay. It's in Allianz Arena. Are you familiar with that? Oh, absolutely. This is the Germany game. Beautiful venue. That's the Germany game. It's where Bayern Munich plays. Oh, okay. So... So that's going to be a good one for the Buccaneers. So watch. You're kind of are you picking up on the trend here, Van? Oh, I, I picked it up when you started. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just let so, you go. I let you go with it. It's only only watch the Buccaneers. That's the only thing that matters. Tom Brady, huh? He was a Tom Brady guy. I never knew that about you. It's not true. I he's no Tim Tebow. Talk about it at nauseum. Tampa Tom don't got to play in a lot of 11 a.m. games. <laughs> they don't. They don't It'll put old Tom in the when, first game. When you're the greatest player of all time, they let you sleep in. Put your games on at night in prime time. Yeah. Over the course of the first ten weeks, two is two. First game in the day starts. Okay. Speaking of ten weeks, week ten. Oh, okay. Cowboys at Packers. Mike McCarthy returns to Green Bay. It's not even the best week ten game. I, I like that one. Commanders at Eagles is the best Week 10 game. Commanders at Eagles? Why? Because Carson Wentz is going back? Who cares? By Week 10? In full full force at that point, Gardner Minshew playing quarterback for the Eagles. By Week 10, both of those teams will be mathematically eliminated. And Sorry, Eagles and Commanders fans. All right, let me make sure you are understanding completely. By week 10, Gardner Minshew is the starting quarterback for the Eagles, and he's going to beat up on a Jeff Garcia-led Washington Commanders team and beat him by 100 points. It's going to be the best game of the year. Hold on. Where does just Jeff Garcia come from? I don't know. they got to find a quarterback somewhere. It's... <laughs> is there... Why not just go like Bobby Bear? Who's that? Is he new? Exactly. Is Ryan Fitzpatrick on a team yet? He better be. He's the third best quarterback in the league for my money. Brady, Rodgers, Fitzpatrick. That's the end of the conversation. Gardner Minshew. (laughs) He's top 32. He's definitely top 32. Here's the real reason. Because the fans in Philadelphia suck, and the fans in Washington suck, and this is the you suck bowl. Somebody's got to win. Hey, come, come on. Hey, guys. Come on, guys. L.A. versus L.A. Do you like that game? Of course I like that game. You do. But don't Wins that one. I didn't see that one. That's week 17, Rams at Chargers, but it's Whoa. basically Rams at home, right? 17. That's, I mean, if there's going to be a home team, it's going to be the good one. And it's the last game of the year. It's that Sunday night one. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good, good job, NFL scheduler. Roger Goodell like sits down and does all this personally, right? And that way, he just pieces them all together, and we get to have a game where you watch Aaron Donald take the crown off his own head and put it on Joey Bosa's head, and a and a whole segment of this country cheers very loudly, <laughs> or probably a third of the country. 
Not the populace. No. No. The populists. Ah. And both these teams have really good quarterbacks. That's not like a thing where the Rams and the Chargers historically have been able to have games against each other like that. And it's easy to decorate because they're both blue and yellow. That's really convenient what they did there. Like, are you giving streamer tips? Yeah. It's like balloons and stuff? Is that what you're talking about? Like, I'm doing queer eye for the NFL guy right now is what I'm doing. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Not great. When does uh when does Brian Flores go back against the Dolphins? When does that happen? By the way, from the texter, I'm sorry. I will sit up and adjust my camera. Kind of got sloppy. We can only see your forehead, Van. <laughs> What's well, a lot of friggin' forehead? Not small. It's no, I'm no Peyton Manning, but I'm like a four and a half head, maybe. It used to be you watch New England games. You don't care about that anymore, right? No, because he moved to Tampa. That's what it was. <laughs> or he got rid of his coach. It's the whole thing. That was such a power move. He's so powerful like it didn't come out in the media. Like, we all know what happened. You didn't want him. You got rid of him. There's, Adios. Yeah, I agree with you. There's zero confused people about that, though. No, I think a lot of people, they took the medicine. Are you messing with me? No, a lot of people, you know, he's... <laughs> Bruce Arians just wanted to retire. He got his guy in, you know. He got to move him down the line. He, he, it's all about legacy for him, you know. He just he got he picked his guy. He got his guy. His guy's there now. He's ready to go to the front office. He's 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 done. He doesn't want to date. He doesn't want to be on the day to day grind anymore. No, Tom told you to go. That's what happened. No one believes that. A lot of people believe that. What is this like battered fan syndrome? Yeah, exactly that. Oh, okay. <laughs> And also Bruce Arians' family. I mean, they have to believe it. Thanksgiving triple header, okay. Bills at Lions starts the day. I'm in. Okay. I'm awake for that one. Mm-hmm. I'm watching it all. Giants at Cowboys, which is a good one because you get to eat during that game, so you can kind of space out for a while. I'll nap the second half of that one. Yep. Yeah. And then Patriots have to go up to Minnesota to play the Vikings. That's a weird one. you telling me there's no Cowboys or Packers on Thanksgiving? I just said Giants at Cowboys. Oh, Giants at Cowboys. Okay, sorry. Figure out your life, dude. Sorry. Also, I zone out when you're talking. I know we got to go to break, Jerry, so I'm sorry. Also, Christmas Day is a Sunday. And what, I got a quadruple header on Christmas? Packers at Dolphins. Nice. Broncos at Rams. That's a good one. And then here you go. Buccaneers at Arizona. Okay. That's the game for me. Because you wake up early. On Christmas. Open presents. Open presents. So these are the big ones. There you go. Those are kind of all the highlights. I'm excited. I'm excited about it. Going to be a good year. A lot of interesting storylines. Hey, you want to take six months talking about it? No, I'm busy. I got to recap mid-90s Thursday night TV lineups on NBC. and 2000s are way better. You're wrong. I was a TGIF guy. I was really into ABC. Step by step. Day by day. Boy Meets World. Ugh. Speaking my language there, brother. Yeah, there's there's a whole other energy. Family Matters. There's a whole other energy on ABC TV. It was a, a little moment in time where everything was just so wholesome. Yeah. 
right before the internet and people could learn about how awful everything is. I agree. Yeah. Did I do that? <laughs> oh, stop it, Urkel. Two men on uh, 5.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. How much time we got, Jerry? Like five minutes? I mean, use your words, Jerry. The listeners are with us. Six minutes. Perfect. Today's High Nine Varsity, which Jerry's going to sit in with us. Jerry Wright, new producer of uh, lots of things here. High Nine Sports, the official sponsor of today's Varsity League Office 280 at I9Sports.com, 505-312-4999. Reach out to I9 Sports if you're in the Albuquerque, Rio Rancho, Edgewood region. A lot of cool stuff. Man, you're like, didn't their season just wrap up? Yes, man, but they start a new one like every two weeks. Are you talking about hockey? Uh, I don't know what it is right now. Soccer, I think? Hockey, like, it just goes year-round. It all does. Mm-hmm. Figure out what's going on with the ice holes when we get them at. Stoked. Okay, today's I-9 Varsity is the I-9 Varsity of conspiracy theories. Now, Jerry, you did so bad yesterday Oh, at the I-9 Varsity of uh, uh, Musical Brothers did, did I do so badly, or did I just not want to show you guys up? You didn't. Well, you didn't pick Boys to Men, and we thought Boys to Men was going to be the winner. Okay, I'm going to go last. Okay, all right. So you want to go first, fam? Okay. Since Alex Jones, we was talking about him in the first segment, yeah, and that's uh, the what segued us into having the varsity of conspiracy yeah, theories, just like Paul Blart. All of my answers are going to be ones that. Alex Jones actively endorses and oh okay all right and I'm gonna start off with one of the greatest hits yeah of the gay bomb what is that the Pentagon set off a gay bomb in the country's water to turn people gay and he has proof of this because the gay bomb water is turning frogs gay not that there's anything wrong with that well there's anything wrong with that nice chair nice, nice yeah what do you oh. got Jerry Oh, the moon landing. What? What? The moon landing. Directed by the Stanley fu- Kubrick. Everyone knows that. Right. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. The moon landing is definitely on the conspiracy theory list. I'm going to go with, um, you will drown if you don't wait 30 minutes after eating when you go swimming. Okay. That's an old wives tale. I believe it's a conspiracy theory. It's a um, conspiracy against children yeah. having fun. Yes, that if you swim too fast after you eat, you will drown. Okay. A conspiracy of old wives is what yes. you're saying? Mm. Just give me the way I understand the topic here, boys. So. Isn't that like Wiccan? Isn't it called Wiccan? A conspiracy of old wives? Is that what that is? Uh, Wiccans? A coven? Is that called a coven? Like where you put like a cake to cook it? I'm sorry, what's that? An oven. Oh, oh my, oh my goodness, an yeah, oven. An oven. Oh, an oven. A coven, cake oven. You can cook anything, not just cake. All right. Cake oven, I get it. Uh, Hillary Clinton is running a child sex ring out of a pizza parlor. What? Yeah. What? Yeah, that's a real conspiracy theory that Alex Like a Jones... Chuck E. Cheese? No, like one specific pizza parlor. Oh, I don't like that. Not like a bunch of them, like Ooh. just just one, like one pizza Alex parlor. Alex Jones said that? Referred to as Pizzagate. A lot of people believed it. Pizza Gate, I think, is in the phone book. You can get pizza from them. The Pizza Gate. That's when you open the box, the top of the lid. That's the Pizza Gate. Is Watergate not a place where you get Dasani? Well, I mean, that's where, that's how it all started with the gates. Ah, mm-hmm. Jerry. Pizza Gate. Oh, the next one's got to be Roswell. 
The Roswell UFO. Okay. Back in, I think in 1947. Jerry, you are kicking out the greatest hits, and yeah. I love it. I love everything about These that. These are classics. Why did aliens try to cover up the city of Roswell? I don't know. That's a crazy story. I'm going to go with you swallow your bubble gum, it stays in your stomach for the rest of your life. That, to me, is just out there. Okay. I mean, every time you swallow your gum, do you root around in your stool? Like, have you ever verified this how would you know how would you know or not know i assume the mayo clinic has advised one way or the other but i fear the truth like many so i'm going to continue to not swallow my gum well i don't care what the mayo clinic has to say i'm very concerned with what the gum clinic has to say Mm. i believe that not you definitely digest mayo nine out of ten mayo and gum um dentists disagree i think it's four out of five thank you okay uh, the Sandy Hook shooting was staged. What? Alex Jones got sued for this. Oh, he did get in a lot. He's of got a, a lot of money. Not anymore. He said he didn't. He literally said he had fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, and he said that it wasn't true, and it was just a joke because he's an idiot. He thinks that's a joke. That was his criminal defense. He's like, but I'm an idiot. People died there. Yeah, I don't. They like said that. crisis actors were faking a shooting. What is a crisis actor? People who go up on television and fake that they've been part of a crisis. Oh, I don't. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, it's very bad. He's a horrible person. Jerry, what do you got? The earth is flat. That's. And uh, as I understand it, uh, CIA are uh, walking around the edge with uh, machine guns to make sure that people don't discover that the earth is actually flat. Is it water at the edge or regular? It's. uh, Sure. It's water falling <laughs> over the edge, or it's sloped up, and if I don't know how, okay. you know. And the sun is going around on some sort of, I don't know, go-kart or something. I don't think you could prove this scientifically. It's very hard to do, but the point guard for the Brooklyn Nets told me about it, so it's completely reasonable. That's Grandmama. Yeah, he went to Duke for a year. Duke adjacent. <laughs> how about that conspiracy theory that human urine... Heals jellyfish stings. I've waited all my life at a beach for the opportunity to cure a jellyfish sting. Oh, you want to get cured. And, you want to cure or you want to get cured? Uh, both. And I think that, that that's an awful conspiracy theory by Big Pharma to hold down the best jellyfish sting possible. Okay. Can you, is that the same method to get rid of? demon lizard alien pedophiles that run the world because alex jones thinks that's a thing too coffee stunts your growth plucking your gray hair will be replaced by two sitting close to the tv ruins your eyes and cats suck out baby's breath that one's true the last one's true <laughs> look dude the last one is super true van any final words before we go today uh bob thanks for the three corn casserole recipe i'm gonna add green chili to it but anything you didn't hear on the show today make sure you check out on the opening drive tomorrow with jeff jj and amory good job everyone gg see you tomorrow burke